It's a new day. Yes, it is. I am Vaughn Johnson. You got me mad now. You know, you got a bad pickle. Feeling good. Well, all the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. Sorry. We ride the bad pickle in the arena. With my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick Bacone. That's me. I don't know where the kid is that was riding it, but he ain't on it when they brought it to the ring. Tomorrow, I'll you and kick your face off. I'm down with that. Kick your But I don't like it when things are going my way. Don't you dare be sour! He don't know nothing else. <laughs> hey, you know that wrestling, but he know that wrestling, bro. <laughs> give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Out there, this Welcome to episode 313 of the Straight Shooters. Available wherever podcasts are found. My name is Vaughn Johnson, and I'm joined as always by my man, man, Pots and Pants, Nippocona, FullyInfluencer.com, and Fox Sports The Gambler. And we have yet another fantastic show ahead of us here on episode 313. It's a live commentary. We're live commentating NXT New Year's Evil on the USA Network. So we're going to have a good time. We just did this recently with AEW. What was that? Uh, Winter is coming. We're giving NXT some love now with New Year's Evil which is the title of a great horror movie from back in the early 80s. Uh, so for the horror movie fans, they, they know what I'm talking about. Nick is not. Nick has seen like three movies, and they're all wrestling related. Uh, <clears throat> but speaking of Nick, I got to do my weekly check on my main man, Pots and Pans. So first of two check-ins, because, yeah. yeah, we're going to have another episode this week as well. I'll explain that in a second. But, Nick, how are you doing tonight on this Tuesday, this frigid Tuesday night? My good brother. So this is the first time we have chatted and done a pod since before Christmas because uh, we did the best of uh, last week. Oh, yeah. It's our first episode it, of 2022. It is. I didn't even our first that. episode, yeah. Christmas Eve. I opened up the Pizza Hut app. I found that there was a Pizza Hut literally five minutes down the road. I was like, what? When did that open? I went there. They don't even have a sign up yet, but it was open and ready to go. I had Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut has returned to southeastern Pennsylvania because it's been wow. forever. And uh, I've already had it three times since. So Three times? <laughs> three times. Damn. Got to get that Cinnabon, man. It's great. Some pasta so and wings. That, so I guess that means you're feeling good. Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> to start off 2022, which again, this is our first episode of 2022 here on January the 4th. Tokyo Dome Show was this morning. I was not up to watch it. Because <laughs> I yeah, was sleeping. Same. Got to got to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know Okada won. He retained the title on night one. There's a second night happened. I guess January fifth tonight, uh, yeah. or this morning, whatever. You know, he might have. <laughs> it might have already happened by the time you hear this. Uh, I'm sure it would because it's not going to come out yeah. until after right, yeah. the show has happened. <laughs> but thanks for rocking with us again. Another year of the straight shooters. Uh, here in 2022, 2021 was a fantastic year for us. Bunch of episodes, a lot of funny moments. I was listening back to the uh, the best of show from last week, the end of twenty twenty one, and it was it was really funny. Sometimes yeah. you forget how funny the show can be because uh, we, we just do it. But and there's so much more that like I just couldn't fit it all in. You know, it was like it was over two hours. So I mean, like yeah. we have fun every week. Man. Like the, the Ahmed Johnson stuff for the last couple of weeks has been yeah really right. Funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks you for rocking with us. Break your heart, wanna be fake 
Oh, yeah, exactly. That I was, might not put that in there. <laughs> or the promo we had with Farouk, where Farouk was talking about. Yeah, when he called, when Farouk called Ahmed Johnson and Uncle Tom, like on the pay per view, like that was wild. But uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us all 2021. <laughs> and we appreciate y'all coming back again for 2022. This is what we started in, what, 2015? So this is yeah. year seven? Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> I know, right? Where has the time? We've been doing a long it. Time, so we've been doing it longer outside the studio than we have inside the studio. That's true. About that. That's true. We stopped the studio, what, 2017? So that was already yeah. four, four, five years ago now. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yep, here we are in 2022, getting ready to live commentate NXT New Year's Evil. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, this is only this is the first of two episodes this week. We're going to live commentate AEW tomorrow as well. So be on the lookout for that. But right now, we're waiting for New Year's Evil to start. And on the USA Network is the Karate Kid. How about the OG that? Karate Kid? You you getting the Cobra Kai on uh, Netflix at all? I watched like two or three episodes, and it was, in, it was enjoyable. I, I enjoyed the episodes, but I just haven't kept up with it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's fairly easy to follow. I think that I don't remember if I talked about it on this podcast, but um, I did not see the Karate Kid back in the eighties. Uh, what are there three movies, three parts or something like that? But um, you know, they show flashbacks during Cobra, the Cobra Kai series on Netflix, so that kind of helps me, you know keep track and figure out like what's supposed to be what and all that and where these you know feelings come from or why a certain characters think in a certain way so it definitely helps and you know i already watched season four that drops december 31st i already watched all 10 episodes uh they're an easy Damn, watch they're an easy watch and <laughs> you can like they're only like a half hour to 35 minutes each uh, oh, the, they are? Okay, that's the nice. last episode was like 40 some minutes but like it, it really ties everything and it sets up things for the next season so i like it it's it's cool and uh the karate is like kind of cool i like a lot a lot of the stunts they do so it's pretty pretty awesome well you're seeing the origins of it right now in the usa man yeah. when ralph, uh, ralph macchio <laughs> was a good guy there's mr miyagi with the gift of a lifetime at the end of the movie I think I'm a little ahead of you, so I'm, I'm actually going to pause it while the WWE yeah, he's, screen comes on. He's handing on, him so the trophy. Are, he's getting hoisted up now with the yeah, trophy. You'll, you'll see it yeah, in a little bit. The okay. gift that keeps on giving. The gift, you know, you know, the head nod. Yep, yeah. I see it. <laughs> that, is not, that, that is like the proudest moment of like – there couldn't be a more prouder moment for a human being than that face right there. That's right. That's right. I see it on Twitter all the time. Oh, I even yeah. used it recently, so – and that was the end of the movie. Just him heading out. Like well, there was no yeah. actor, no epilogue, nothing. Just so I have paused it on the NXT, the WWE screen. So when right. you hit it, let me know. All right. Um, looking at uh, one last commercial. And <laughs> yeah, we should be there in a moment. Oh, there it is. All right. We got a picture in picture. Yeah. Intro here. What's going on here? I don't know. There, there will be limited commercial interruptions as well. Okay. This, uh, but the picture in picture isn't necessary now. I'm looking at two, there we the go. same thing. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here, WWE? That was a little weird. Maybe they were just there testing you. it out. They're like, this is like, we'll test it out during the intro. No one watches that anyway. Okay. We just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> True that. 
Yeah, fireworks and champagne. Nobody was doing. Well, I, I think some people were actually getting together for New Year's. I know some people were. They were because uh, it's just that's just how people are. Uh, but nobody's doing that too much, man. Mm-mm. Just variant. I was comfortable in the house. That Mandy Rose cameo is pretty sweet in the crowd. Mandy Rose, beautiful. NXT has lost a lot of lust over the last like six months, man. It does. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was looking forward to this NXT 2.0, and it's probably everything they wanted it to be at this point. But I'm just not <laughs> yeah. interested at all. Doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> no, exactly. But I mean, maybe it is to some people. But I, it's not appointment television. It's not. Uh, you know, this. I mean, we're doing this because it's been a while since we did NXT. Hey. We would have done NXT Halloween Havoc, the very first special of NXT 2.0, but I went under the knife that week, so actually that same day, so I had my surgery, so we couldn't do NXT Halloween Havoc live commentary, so this is the first uh, NXT 2.0 live commentary that we will do. All right, yeah, we'll have AJ Styles in the show, forgot he's down there doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, that should be interesting, we got some... I think Riddle's going to be on there as well in a tag yeah. match. So, should be interesting. Should be very Bra- interesting. Breaker will hopefully win the NXT title against Tommaso Ciampa. So, are your wings ready? Yes. <laughs> you didn't do it in time, but... <laughs> yes, that that was that beep you heard. It was my air fryer going off. Yeah, we're still getting the intro video package. This is a long intro, bro. <laughs> all the fuse, Bronson, Bronson Breaker. Bron- this is a long Breaker. intro. It's like three minutes. It's still going. <laughs> Good for them. It's like a pay-per-view. How about that? Okay, that was long. <laughs> New Year's Evil. Now WWE presents NXT. It's like, all right, relax. Yeah. Look at that <laughs> evil baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Here we are. It is time we are for New Year's Evil. From the Impact Zone. From the Impact Zone. That's what it feels like. They just got to get out of there. Yeah, That's part a, of the reason say, why it's they've just kind of oh, lost we're their We're starting roster. off with a unification match? Okay. Looks like it. I don't this know is probably about, the match I'm looking forward to the most, actually. I don't know about naming it the North American Cruiserweight Championship, apparently. Is that, that what they're naming it? No. Well, that was on the WWE.com in like a oh, preview. No. So hopefully That's they drop the, I hope they just drop the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, why would you like add name, a weight class to that? Name, so, yeah. Just make it the North American title. Just have the North American title absorb the Cruiserweight title. That's how it That's a be. very Vince McMahon move. <laughs> yeah. just, just throw them both together. It makes well, no sense whatsoever. You know what else is a Vince McMahon move? Putting the title on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> What's that? Yep. Which I was not surprised by. I know some people was like, what? And I was like, no, this is Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Like, the moment that Reigns was diagnosed, unfortunately, you know, uh, tested positive for COVID, uh, which hope, you know, hope the, the face that runs, not the face that runs the place, <laughs> that's not him at all. The tribal chief. You gotta acknowledge him. Right, acknowledge him by his actual correct name, goofball. Uh, the tribal chief gets gets better. Uh, it's feeling okay, but 
the moment that happened and they put Brock into the title, the WWE Championship match, you knew Brock was going to win. It just like what happened with Survivor Series '99. Big Show gets put oh, in the, man, the title yeah. match because Steve Austin can't compete. You know, a storyline gets hit by a car, but reality, he just went away for his next surgery. Couldn't wait, couldn't wait any longer. Uh, but there's no reason for Big Show to win the title that night, but he did because it was a shock. It was a surprise. This good to people talking. Same same stuff. Vince Vince is not once you like kind of, especially if you have a frame of reference. To, to the past, you'll realize that Vince hasn't really changed his booking style or philosophy that much. <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, Vince couldn't wait to do that. Like, no, this, this, nobody saw that coming. Like, yes, we all did, actually, Vince. Like, it's Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh, I know that's right. So, there's that. <clears throat> and, and then, of course, Biggie is not getting a rematch. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did the, the fatal four away. So Lashley right. will be the next. Which look, if yeah. WWE did away with the automatic rematch stuff, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't think that's a terrible thing. It's just it doesn't seem like they do when they actually they don't use it here, but they will use it again at some point. Yeah, you know Charlotte loses that belt whenever she loses <laughs> yeah, the title. Sure. You better believe she's getting an automatic rematch. You know there what I'm is saying? somebody in the crowd wearing an AEW shirt that looks like it was handmade or something. Oh boy! Right in the front row. But it's just it's just the inconsistency of it. Was that AP, they, R W? Maybe it's like w, a rip off. I don't know. Mm. Hard to see, but you can see what I'm. I'm yeah, I see it. Yeah. But if a, if WWE said we're doing away with the automatic rematch clause, uh, I'd be okay with that because that's just stupid. That doesn't happen in like. I mean, I guess it could happen in, like, UFC and, and boxing, but it doesn't always. Not at all. Mm-hmm. If that fight, if that champion is a big name, he might get the rematch instantly, or it depends how he loses. If he gets knocked out, that won't happen. But if he barely loses by a decision, then he might get the, you know, quick rematch. But See, rematches are only good if they're, like, a feud. You know, like, I don't need just an automatic rematch to fill TV time. I need... A blood feud that makes sense, <laughs> which for me not to like mind. Yeah. But back to New Year's Evil. We got Carmelo Hayes, Roderick Strong, title unification, opening up New Year's Evil, North American champ Carmelo Hayes, Cruiserweight champ Roderick Strong. I sincerely hope they don't call it the NXT Cruiserweight or uh, North American Cruiserweight Championship. That is just silly. Just get rid of the Cruiserweight title because nobody really cares about it that much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and North American title is a pretty dope title. So it's a nice secondary title for NXT. Keep it that way. But, you know, logic sometimes escapes. Logic sometimes <laughs> escapes WWE. Sometimes. A lot of times. You're being, yeah, you're being very uh, friendly with that. (laughs) Oh, man. This is uh, being an interesting program. I think, you know, this is the first time. I think they had a New Year's Evil last year as well, but I don't think we did a live commentary on that. But this month's going to be different for the straight shooters. We're not, 
We're not going full Royal Rumble like we did the last few years. What do we got on tap? Uh, we got New Year's Re- resolution yeah. revolution. Oh, next yeah. week. I'm sorry, resolution. Right. New Year's revolution. Oh six. Next week, which was when Edge became the first person to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase, became WWE champion at the beat John Cena. So that's a deep dive next week. So not all Royal Rumble, which is, I mean, it's what people typically do in January. And I don't blame them, but it right, mixed up a little bit. We've done plenty, and uh, I'll repost some of them as well. Right, so. We did 91 last year. We did 99 yeah. last year. We've done 92 in the past. We live commentated 92. Yeah, um, I'm going to uh, repost our live commentaries and include the audio as well. So There you go. 92 Rumble, 97 Rumble. And, yeah, we live uh, commentated did, that. I forgot about that. Yeah. I think we did the 94 Rumble as well. I don't know if did the we? audio's there. No, we didn't do 94. We did the 94 a, one. That, yeah, was, that, that was casket match, right? No, that was the Rumble match. We just did the 94 Rumble match itself? Yep. I do not recall that at all. <laughs> I think uh, I don't we, remember. Didn't, we didn't do the audio, so it was I just like us watching it and doing it for 313 Patreon. episodes. You can't remember them all. Yeah, exactly. I think it was originally we put it on Patreon, and then uh, oh. I might have put it on the main feed last year, or the year before. But we'll 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 put those live commentaries up Boy. for all of you out there to enjoy. All right. So that's what's coming up in the. At least one episode next week. Um, we got that figured out. But I love Trick Williams trying to coach up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes doing the mannerisms like that's the stuff right. that we don't see anymore. And Malcolm Bivens. Did you see that segment last week between Malcolm yeah. Bivens and Trick Williams, <laughs> bro? Yeah, with you, uh, you tweeted it. This is incredible. So it was. <laughs> that was great. I just like seeing. Maybe it's just me, I guess, but not just me, but. It was funny. I just was like seeing black man. people do black stuff on TV <laughs> and wrestling. Because you just don't see it. Or you haven't seen it over the years. It's mm-hmm. not something that's uh, you know, typically seen in, in pro wrestling. That's not a caricature, I should say. Yeah, uh, that's that's the thing that I've learned over the last few years where you know, you you have especially this past week, and we'll we'll touch on that where white people just love to have like an opinion about what black wrestlers feel or think. And it's like, listen, we're at the point now where we, we have to listen. We have to, we do, we do not know their experiences. And when they try to tell us, we should not poo poo that. And there was way too many white people that have too much of an opinion on a certain way, a black wrestler, black athletes even uh, think or feel. So, you know, that's what, you know, the last few years I've tried to better myself and just listen. And that's what, I think that's the best course of action anyone can take at this point. You know, we're, we're in 2022 now. Like, yeah. what's so, what, what's so hard about listening? You know, you, people get so personally offended and defensive when you hear like, you know, like obviously we'll allude to Big Swole and Tony Khan's little dust up on Twitter and it's like, why so many white people had to come to the defense of Tony Khan? It's just like, right. oh, like, what are we doing it, here? Bro. What are we doing here? I don't understand that at all. That's Carmelo Hayes. It's a DDT on the ring apron, and rumor has it that's the hardest part of the ring. That's, uh, you know what? I think you're right. That's, that's the rumor. Although I need to see research, you know. Um, I want to make sure that's not fake news. <laughs> but 
I mean, since you kind of talk, touched on it now, we might as well kind of dig into it. The whole, oh my God, I just yeah. want to sell by Carmelo Hayes. I might not be able to talk about it. Look at Trick Williams' face. <laughs> he can't tell <laughs> This is great. Like he's about to cry. <laughs> it's going to be all right, Trick. That sounds like an insult, actually. Oh, a book commercial. All right. <laughs> all right, my dog is oh, upset man. about the commercial. They don't, they don't want the Olympics. Like, go away. <laughs> My dog was not happy about that abrupt uh, commercial break. But um, since it is commercial break, we might as well touch on it. And you talked about it uh, a couple minutes ago with uh, Big Swole on her podcast talking about, uh, you know, how AEW could be better with its diversity, which is something it touted, you know, itself on that it was going to have uh, when it first started up. And uh, look, they do have a diverse roster, but they don't necessarily feature the, the, the diversity is necessarily featured at the top of the card. And I think that's what a lot of people's gripes gripe is. Um, but she said her thing and it wasn't nothing like, I don't think visceral or biting or like mm-hmm. really like mm-hmm. make you go. She wasn't oh, even man, attacking a real anyone. problem. She wasn't attacking anybody. You know? No, I, just, I, I took it as like a, a constructive criticism. Like, hey, this is something they can approve upon. And Tony Khan didn't take it that way. He took it personal and tweeted a response. And a lot of people, and, and rightfully so, he got a lot of backlash from it. Um, I, I Look, I disagreed with what he said with pretty much everything that happened there mm-hmm. with, as far as what he said and what he did. But if I would give anybody some advice, like, yo, y'all got it. Like you said, listen to what people were telling you. Like, take these constructive criticisms and listen to them and consider what you could do maybe better. Like, you think the, all these black people who, from the outside, said AEW could do better when it comes to diversity? And then somebody from the inside echoes that. All of a sudden, we're all, we're all just, we're all wrong. You know, none of us know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it kind of happened, tends to happen a lot when black people speak up about things, whether it's how they're mistreated or the lack of equality. For whatever reason, we get invalidated. And I don't think that's right. And I think that happened kind of with Big Swole, not just from Tony Khan and his tweet, but from all the fans who defended him. So mm-hmm. I think, obviously, like you said, listening, listen to what people are telling you, like, at least take it into account. Don't just dismiss it like it, no, nah, impossible. Like, right. Like, I don't think that's they get the way so to go. defensive of their billionaire owner who he love AEW, so Tony can do no wrong. Like, or if you're you're somebody that thinks AEW is more diverse than they are, or even WWE is more diverse than they are, like you you somehow get so offended and defensive against that, and you push back. It's like no, just listen. If you if Tony felt that, like obviously he went should have handled that better, not put it on Twitter for everyone to see, because you know it's not like Big Swole went to Twitter to it. Like yeah, said it on a podcast that was made into a story on Fightful and then Tony Khan commented on that story on Fightful. It's like he searched it out, obviously, or somebody sent it to him and he felt the need to comment publicly on it. It's like, why not just, if you feel that you're being very diverse and and, and you want to take it and, and be offended or get defensive about it, do that privately and then just try to listen. Like, don't, don't try to go on social media. It, it, 
reminds me of the times like he would buy the music rights and stuff like that and go on Twitter and just be like, hey, I bought this. And we've had this conversation before, <laughs> but it's like he wanted that attention. I was like, hey, he wanted everyone to make sure that they everyone knew that he paid for music rights and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. okay, like we, we, that's not necessary. Like we don't, okay, cool. Like why do you need to be lauded for something like that publicly? But um, well, this is something that's like way more yeah. important than something like that. So why do you feel the need to, uh, like he had to know how that would come off. Uh, you know, those, this, I'm, I haven't checked it, but it, I mean, he didn't delete it. So <laughs> the last time I checked, right. so. And other wrestlers have come out kind of apologized for him almost. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we talked to him and he understands. It's like, okay. Leo man. Rush was like, apologize, you know? And then he said he had a conversation with him and things were going to be better. And, you know, that's what we want, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I mean, meanwhile, Cody Rhodes goes ahead and retweets that, doesn't comment on it. It's like, okay. Yeah. How about that? Uh, we're, we're back at New Year's Evil, by the way. Yeah. And more of Trick Williams' crazy facial expressions. <laughs> Uh, as Vadi is doing, this is really what's missing a lot from WWE's main programming. We don't see stuff like this enough. And we you know. mean like guys who are actually like entertaining, yes. like interesting. Yes. Okay, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's missing. Uh, but yeah, that that definitely should have, like you said, could have been a private conversation. I don't see why that had to play out on Twitter. Um, with Big Swole and Tony Khan, and again, for anybody out there. <laughs> just yo, you gotta start. Y'all gotta start listening to these people, man. We we like, you can't just dismiss this stuff, bro. Mm-mm. That's all people who anybody who's been from a, who's from a, an oppressed background, whether it's black, any other ethnicity, or uh, LGBT or whatever. People, you know, yeah. people like they're telling you what the hell's going on a lot of times, and stuff don't get fixed because they don't get. They don't get listened to. It it makes me wonder, like, AEW a few weeks ago when Nyla Rose was out, you had that fan that had that sign. Oh, my God. I remember being, like, really annoyed about it. And people were like, oh, they kicked him out. They kicked him out. Like, no. Like, he was still in the audience. And I guess he took a shirt off and put a hat on or something something like that. But he 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 was still there. No, they didn't kick him out. That's the thing. He was still there. (laughs) It's just, they just told. They just took his. So I don't know if they were paying attention, or if you know, maybe they did take him out and let him come back, or, or what. But mm. it's like that type of thing. Like you would just take him out and be like, "You can't come back anymore." Like, what's so hard about that? I don't understand the. Yeah, I would. That's stuff, that's worthy that of stuff. kicking this guy out. Yeah, not just so. taking a sign, but straight up kicking him out. Ooh, that's Roddy Strong and these backbreakers, man. Yeah. I don't know if anybody who does the backbreakers better, or maybe he just does them a lot. So yeah, <laughs> like he's great at them, but like. Yeah. That's what he's known for. But, um, yeah, that guy should have been kicked out of the arena. I thought he was kicked out of the arena. I didn't know he uh, they just he was yeah, Unless there. he eventually was, but, it, you know, there were tweets uh, an hour or so later. It's like, no, he's still there, and they had, you know, pictures, taking pictures of the screen. <laughs> did, he, did he have a disguise on? Like, Maybe. Just change his shirt or something. <laughs> like, who was that, uh, Bobby Valentine from the Mets? When he uh, <laughs> got kicked out, he got ejected from the game, and he came back in the dugout with a with sunglasses and a mustache, looking yep. like Groucho Marx. <laughs> people, people really thought he was gonna, you know, get be slick and, and sit there in the whole game. And the umpire immediately spots him and kicks him out again. <laughs> the funny thing is, back then, like I didn't watch sports uh, as much. Like I would just watch like Sports Center and the Philly games, but. 
I didn't like. I was like, okay, what's the big deal or whatever? But that's apparently that's one of the memorable moments in MLB history. So it, it's funny looking back now, where to me, I'm like, oh man, this is great content. <laughs> Social media has changed me. It was just it was so absurd. It was like, like yeah, like I was a kid and I'm just like, oh okay, like why is that so funny? Like why are people commenting on it? Okay, whatever. Like I didn't care as much, but now it's like I think it's today? hilarious. You imagine if um, Joe Girardi from the Phillies did that? That'd be all over the place. Social media would be on fire. I'm kind of hoping somebody tries it again. <laughs> Cause why not? It was hilarious. Could you imagine Vaughn Johnson taking off his shoulder pads on the Eagles sideline, running off the field, and going, "I am Cornholio." Whoa, <laughs> whoa, one. <laughs> I'm not a player. <laughs> <laughs> I just crush a lot. But, um, wow, that Cornholio thing came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Great match, by the way, going on. <laughs> it is a really good match. We're talking about Cornholio. I don't know what's better, the match or Trick Williams' facial expressions. Just They're on par. Good. They're on par. I'm enjoying it. I just love WWE and the shocked face um, oh, yeah. expression they teach everybody when somebody kicks out of not even their finish. It's just like a big move. Like That's not even your finisher. Why are you so surprised it kicked out? You never beat anybody yeah. with that move. You know what's so funny is... Uh, Oh, everyone makes fun of WWE for that, but you know, it's, I've seen it in AEW, and then you had that it's ending. Some people who, with, who worked for WWE at one point, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you had WWE the Matt Jackson facial involved in the Hangman Page Kenny Omega ending. Like we we don't need that stuff. Like go away. <laughs> I think good facial expressions are important. It's just not as much see as the we were same saying. ones that are overdone. Yeah. Pretty much every big match. Ooh. Oh my goodness! So I'm, I'm assuming this is a big nasty suplex coming. Oh, oh my God! That's a release <laughs> suplex in the top. He, he's the one who went for the pin. Jeez. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm a little ahead of you. Wait a second but... here. What the hell happened there? <laughs> it was not a superplex. That was like the super. I thought that was Roddy's release suplex from the top rope. Yeah. Oh, Why did Carmelo Hayes go for the pin? I don't know. What the hell's going on? Oh, yeah. So that's something he does. It shows how clearly I haven't watched NXT in a very oh, long time. Famous are from the top row. Well, Carmelo he Hayes. It. He got it. Is your new, well, he's still your NXT North American champion. <laughs> uh, he's also the Cruiserweight champion, which I <laughs> don't knock him Bivens' face. Yeah. But good for the brother Carmelo Hayes. It looked like he was about to kick out. That was that was an interesting, strange pin. But they clearly got a lot of faith in Carmelo Hayes. It really, um, as the cops come through, I don't know why they're coming. Uh-oh. But uh, they really apparently got a lot of uh, belief that he is he's a guy. Yeah. He's got two belts now. Good for him. Good for Camilla Hayes. And, uh, He's, he is really replaying. talented, though. Replay now, yeah. And it makes all the sense in the world for Roddy to do the favors. Yeah, from the top, here we go. For Camilla to go over here. 
Yeah, like he hit him. Damn, I was like, did he uh, hit it? Oh, did, what the hell happened there? Because Michael Bivens is like, yeah, that, that was dope. dope. And he's looking like, what happened? And the famous are from the top. I don't just the pin looked a little weird. I honestly don't know why Malcolm Bivens is still in NXT. Like, I mean, I. <laughs> well, imagine the promos with him and like Paul Heyman or something. Him and Bro, Sam, Sammy Zayn. Can you imagine? I understand. I guess they're trying to get him ready for the main roster or whatever, but like, man. Well, if they don't release him. That's true. That could happen like tomorrow. <laughs> it could happen so, while we're recording this. Right. That could happen like right, right after this match. Maybe that's why they went first. But. He, come on, he's a main roster Unified talent. North American champion. That's what that Unified lo- North American. A new a NXT Unified name. North American champion. Unified? What do you mean Unified North American champion? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> what are you talking about? We got a Unified, Unified North, North American, American man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a political statement. You're right. It is. We're bringing people together with Carmelo Hayes. Bron hey. Brickard coming in. All right. They just gotta do something. You just make it. Just leave it. North American champion. Hey, is it? There's AJ Styles. That's the face that runs the place. Yes, but yes. The, very, not NXT though. Like weirdly confused by that earlier. Um, Tommaso Champion and AJ Styles on TV together. Was that even? A, did that even happen to Ring of Honor at any point? That's crazy. I have no idea. <laughs> So, oh, shown day one highlights. Yeah, Brock is going to be on SmackDown, apparently. So, that should be interesting. I mean, if one thing is, uh, and, you know, we talked about Big Swole, Tony Khan earlier. Obviously, the same, same like, criticisms can be applied to Vince McMahon and have been throughout oh, the years. Yeah. But, like, day one, like, put Brock in there, having him pin Biggie to win the title. It's like, if it was. Like I'm not, I wasn't surprised at all, but I, I was just kind of surprised they just did that to let Brock win the title. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, but I remember texting you right after, just wow, and you're just like, I'm not surprised, <laughs> you know, like because Brock is Brock, and Vince and Brock, like if it was somebody other than Brock, I think the criticism would have been for like venomous and warranted as well, but but. That's Brock the thing, though. Is like, <laughs> if it was somebody else in that spot, so let's say, throw out a name. Um, Sami Zayn. Who else is on the roster? <laughs> Sami Zayn, exactly. It could have been Sami Zayn, right? If Sami Zayn jumped in, got in that match somehow and it wasn't Brock, Sami Zayn would have won the title. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter who that person was, that was going to win the title. Because Vince wants to surprise. Because Roman wasn't there, he feels like he has exactly. to over deliver, and he still does that from time to time. Like he did it a lot back then. That's kind of why I love the, you know, not the, my favorite one of all time right now is when Ultimate Warrior. You know, they fired him in '92, and then they made Mister Perfect the face. You know, like you have to over deliver. That was their thing, over deliver. Like no one would have expected that to happen, you know, before it happened. So that's like one of my favorite over deliveries. So. But he's been doing it like forever, and it's just kind of like, man, did but we did we need a title change? Like, jeez, right. like, come I on. Think this is not new. It's not something that, uh, you know, Vince hasn't done before. The problem is, it's just who he did it with. It's Brock, and nobody's going to be like, "Wow, that was incredible." It's going to be like, "Oh, well, I guess Brock." Like, if it was Sami Zayn, could you imagine how crazy that would have been if Sami Zayn was in that match? 
and then he won the match and he's a WWE champion. What? Like, and Brock would have no came one out would have him. any <laughs> criticisms. No one would like criticize Vince for that decision. They were like, that was brilliant. WWE, yeah, that was brilliant. Because they, they love Sami Zayn. Made the best, exactly. They made the best of a bad situation. Kudos to them. But because it was Brock, and look, Brock has been doing good work, bro. I'm, yeah, not, dude, I'm a Brock fan. Yet. I'm a big Brock Brock has guy. been dope lately. He's been really <laughs> funny. This is probably my favorite iteration of Brock. <laughs> Brock, which is weird, because, you know, he's a very good badass, you know. But I guess maybe somebody said along the way, like, we got to do a tonal shift with Brock, because it's getting old. <laughs> like People are kind of losing interest. And now people, there's a renewed interest in Brock. Um. Which is good. 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 Kudos to him. Kudos to whoever is you know um, coming up with this creative. But it's still Brock. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's still Brock Lesnar. It's like, oh well, we're here again, and he just keeps beating up New Day guys, like yeah, and taking their titles. Anytime yeah. you see a new guy with New Day from New Day with a title, he's like, hmm, it'd be a shame if someone just swooped in and took it <laughs> unceremoniously, and you know that's what that's just how it go. But I still don't think it was uh, – I still wasn't surprised by it. Not at all. I, 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 apparently, a lot of people were surprised by it. Because I guess it worked yeah, because McMahon's like, in. I just people weren't pleasantly surprised by it. Let's just say that. they weren't. There's no pleasant surprise. Yeah, I think people were, you know, married to wanting you know, Big E to have that run and be going to WrestleMania as champion and stuff yeah, like that. That would have been dope. And, you know, that would have been dope. Big E, I think – Deserve to go into WrestleMania. Yeah, you earn I agree. that. I agree. But plans change, I guess. You <laughs> got to get that big surprise, uh, you know, finish that he loves so much. Also, we're getting a promo here from NXT for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. The tag team classic, I should call it. It has returned. That's what it is. So that'll be happening. That'll be returning. Uh... Is it going to be around the same time Begins as the Owen? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. But when is the well, Owen happening? The, the women's AEW begins be in February. So it begins in two weeks, the men's uh, tag team classic, and the women's begins in February. So. Mm. Yeah. Here's AJ Styles. I don't there remember. You. I don't know if they had a set time of the year they used the Dusty Rhodes tag team classic, but. I don't think they did. Interesting timing. Oh, here there is AJ Styles. <laughs> he gets the raw Chiron. <laughs> he gets the raw Chiron. <laughs> Dog doesn't like that. <laughs> Not at all. This is NXT, damn it. <laughs> yeah, he was not a fan of that raw Chiron. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. He is a raw superstar. That's right. Been a raw for a while now. I'd like to see him go back to SmackDown. I like to see the brand split in. Eh, I don't know, man. I, the way life. they treat it now is so different than the way they did it when I loved it. So it's really. Yeah, I told you that in twenty sixteen. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same, bro. No, it 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 was good for a little bit, maybe like like what a month, eh, a little less than a year, maybe. No, was, no. I like I enjoyed twenty seventeen. I told you a little bit. Jump. The only good thing for from WWE standpoint, the only good thing that's come out of the the brand extension is that SmackDown was a separate entity again. It wasn't the secondary show, and they could sell SmackDown's rights separately and secure a bag for SmackDown, which was what happened. 
mm-hmm. when they got Fox to buy SmackDown for a couple billion dollars. Uh, are, you, are you all out there listening, a, man? Because it, it was. Fox called it. When did, when did Fox get uh, SmackDown? Like 2018 is when that came out? And it started on SmackDown 2019? is when they agreed, yeah, to the right. deal, yeah. And 2019 is when it started. So you talk about two whole years of SmackDown having John Cena on it and Dean Ambrose at that point and top stars on that show as opposed to it being the second show and doing decent ratings for USA. And Fox was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so for US, so, so WWE, it's, it's, it's worked out beautifully from that standpoint, but I still don't think it's, it, it's pointless. I, I just everybody changes shows every year for the it's, most part. It's because they're not creating stars the way like they did you know with Batista and even Lesnar back then or in like Cena they're not they're just completely different now. Like they the way they cr- try to create stars is just not the same. I I think the idea was great in 0203 and I, I think it started well but by 0607 it kind of fizzled out a little bit but it's you know they already had their stars made I guess who, who did they really make after that you know uh, I mean CM Punk had a run but he wasn't like a WWE made star um, I don't know if ECW really did anything for anyone <laughs> you know Matt Hardy was already a star Christian was already a star that like that's I'm, I'm a WWE star I should say you know I'm not on the level of a Batista or Cena or Edge or Orton but they're like second tier in WWE land but who, who did they what did this brand extension make like who did it make Nobody. it would have been cool if it was Big E but yeah or Bianca Belair yeah or Ripley yeah Remember when Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair won a title on the same night? And I was like, man, that feels yeah. like when Cena and Batista won the mm. titles on the same night at WrestleMania 21. Hopefully, that's the direction they're going. And everybody else around them is making them look better. And WWE was like, psych, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, back on top. And it's like, okay. Their champions in 20, January 4th, 2022 are Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Charlotte, and Becky. And by <laughs> like, far the best oof. one out of that group is Roman Reigns. Yes. But... That'd be like if Cena and Batista lost the titles to Steve Austin and The Rock, <laughs> like the, a month or two or a couple months after they won them for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> like no. Like who beat Batista for the title? I can't even remember. Uh, he the first time he had a forfeit it because uh, right. of an injury. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what if anyone beat name. him for it. Hold up, T- Grayson Waller. Garbage <laughs> name. That's a rock shirt he's wearing. That is like looks, looks like a one of the Rock's eight hundred dollars shirts. But Grayson Waller, let's put it out there right now. Terrible name. Who the hell is Grayson uh, Waller? Like <laughs> who wants to see? Sounds that's like a, a third. Sounds, sounds like, like a, a college basketball player who <laughs> has like a hate hate the face or something. <laughs> he sounds like a college punter. He's <laughs> a fifth year senior. Out of senior. you know, all academic SEC. You know. Not even all SEC is football, all academic. Grayson Waller, out of <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. I need to know. I need. I want to he's like. A communi- he's a communications major. <laughs> I want to sit in on these meetings where they come up with these names, oh and then want to see the ones that didn't make the cut. Right. 
Yeah, Grayson Waller made the cut. For this guy, look at this guy. He's like kind of handsome. He look, he wears his he's got he wears his clothes well fitting. They named this man Grayson. That is real that can't be his real name, right? Like it's maybe no, it is his real name. No, maybe he came from Grayson. Maybe that was the town he grew up in. I'm gonna look his real name up. From Grayson, Grayson Tennessee. Waller. His name, his real name is Matthew Farelli. From he's, an, he's, an, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not gonna sell this tickets. guy, Matthew Farelli, and named him Grayson. <laughs> Matthew no, Farelli is not gonna sell I could, tickets. I, I understand they change people's names, but to Grayson Waller, you know, if somebody gives you that name like when you're born, that's one thing. I, you can't do nothing about it. They created that name for him. <laughs> that's the name they wanted him to have it's like, that's probably what they I think this whole dichotomy with him and AJ Styles is something where Vince probably wanted to give AJ the name Grayson Waller when he came in and AJ was like nah I'll stick with AJ Styles really like, and now they're like alright well we're gonna when, when like name Grayson this guy. Allen, he, Grayson Allen his parents named him they didn't think about whether he's gonna be like a superstar or like you know, they just said, "Hey, this is our son. We'd like to name Grayson. Our last name is Allen. Grayson Allen. Okay, that's fine." <laughs> but we're like, well, "You're trying to make a guy a star, <laughs> like a big deal <laughs> to the masses. Like when actors and actresses change their make create a stage name, they don't go by Grayson, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's just not what happens." And look at like the four biggest stars they've had in the last twenty years: The Rock. Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, which is a great real name, and Batista, this is, this is real name. which I'm is like a his real name. like Dave Batista, and just call him Batista, get rid of the U. Like that's that's a badass name too. Like the four four biggest stars they've had in twenty years have like great names. You you're really gonna have like a Grayson Waller in there, <laughs> like if you were like really better. believing that you were gonna even, try and create him as a star. Like no, even they, Brian they have to Danielson go. is a better name. Or Daniel Bryan. That's a better yeah. name. People <laughs> named Daniel out there. Or they fighting. Daniel Bryan is a good name, by the way. That's why yeah, I kept saying right. it. <laughs> right. We got to do better, though. Like, like what did they do with Carmelo Hayes? Carmelo Hayes is a normal sounding. Like, it's a good name. You give somebody mm -hmm. who's like a star. Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony's a star. You know, Hayes yeah. is a good old-fashioned last name. We got to, like, like Isaac Hayes. We, we need somebody with, like, Elvis as a last name. So oh have, like, Johnny God. Elvis or something. Johnny like, even Elvis. that Even that sounds great. Well, sounds better than Grayson Waller. <laughs> Grayson Waller. Coyote Elvis. That's a great name. Matthew Forelli is a fine name. Or Mike Forelli. Or, like... Yeah. Frank Frank Morelli. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a detective. Frank Morelli, private eye. <laughs> detective Frank Morelli is on the case. <laughs> Tony D'Angelo is a good name. <laughs> yeah, that's the normal sounding name. Very Italian name. <laughs> Tony D'Angelo. Only for, you know, wrestling, Whatever. not for hockey. Okay, I don't. Is that Tony D'Angelo in hockey? I don't oh know. yeah, he's a he's a trash trash human. So 
I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Racist and all this stuff. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the WWE's Tony D'Angelo's, you know, hopefully a better person in real life, but his character is hilarious, so. Trying to turn the tables on Pete Dunn. Yes, we're getting his a video fingers. package now of Pete Dunn and Tony D'Angelo beating each other up, and D'Angelo using a crowbar on uh, Pete Dunn's hand. Oh, Imperium! Walter's here. <laughs> Damn right he's here. One of my favorite wrestlers going. Mm-hmm. Walter. I'll tell you, man. When NXT. Walter's awesome. It, the theme is great. When NXT run in NXT UK, the United Kingdom Championship, I was like so hyped. There were rumors yeah. that they were going to be, be like an NXT Japan and NXT Brazil, yeah. you know, like an NXT I mean, in Europe. But like that would have been, been awesome. If there would have been, maybe there would have been if it wasn't for this pandemic, man. I mean, um, that's true, but I think even before that, I read something where it wasn't really going to pan out that way. And then. Yeah. NXT Japan was like done last year. Filed for bankruptcy or something. Yeah, that's fair. But still, like the the idea is great. Just you, ha- your WWE multi million dollar company, just make it work, man. I want to see like easily accessible wrestling. I don't want to have to go nuts. Little Walter. But again, it's a good thing that not everything's under the WWE banner. So, yeah. you know, we don't need more of the same, just with the in a different you know color motif. We need different philosophies in there. No, I I, I agree. One hundred percent agree. Oh, WrestleMania is going to happen in Texas this year. By the way, I'm I'm excited. Royal Rumble is going to be on a Saturday this year. More yes. Saturday pay per views. I'm excited. It's a shame we have this variant out here because I'll definitely, yeah, uh, maybe go somewhere. What, what what day is the Royal Rumble? Actually, hold on. It's the 29th in St. Louis and the Dome. It's gonna be indoors. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. They're probably gonna but... make that look so good. I I love the fact that they don't set up a big stage. Like it's gonna be great. I hope they don't actually because that's more of a football field, right? The, uh, yes, the Dome, St. Louis. So they don't. They're not going to come out of the dugouts or whatever. Or do that thing. So I, I don't know. Maybe right. they will make a big stage. But I, I enjoy not the big stage because they can sell more tickets. And you know, they did it for WrestleMania. They did it for Royal Rumble last few years. You know, I enjoy it. Or I should yeah. say, SummerSlam, not WrestleMania. They did it for SummerSlam, not yeah. SummerSlam looked dope. Yeah. SummerSlam should be in a stadium. But actually, that was a Legion Stadium. That was uh, the Raiders Stadium. So maybe, yeah. they, maybe, maybe they won't build a big stage for the Rumble this year. Right, right. That was a Raiders Stadium. Yeah. Remember people talking about, oh, they might not have any fans there. It's like the Raiders just had fans there like last week for a preseason game. Y'all don't yeah. know what y'all talking about. Yeah. But, um, yes, Saturday, that solves two things. Number one, we get to enjoy a Saturday you know, night and hang out and watch wrestling. Well, not really hang out because of the variant, but <laughs> that would have been ideal yeah. to hang out and watch wrestling and maybe party and not have to worry about waking up early for work the next day. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they totally avoid, or they, they still have the same weekend uh, as 
NFC and AFC championship games. Because typically, because now everything's kind of moved back because it's 18, 17 games now. The, the Super Bowl is a week later. Yeah. So you can't really, unless you want the Royal Rumble to be a February pay-per-view, you can't do it in between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl anymore. Because that's now in February, that week, mm. that week off. Where the first weekend in February was typically the Super Bowl. Now everything's pushed back. So you have to do it. If you want to keep it in January, you have to do it on a Saturday or you move it up to the divisional round. You still don't want yeah. to do that. You want to avoid football altogether. <laughs> yeah. Because football dominates ratings. And wild card and divisional are on Saturdays too. And that, exactly. Those are some of my favorite games too. The, hey, the Eagles are going to play this Saturday in a game that doesn't really mean much uh, to them because uh, they already clinched a playoff spot. But, exactly. you know, they might play a Saturday playoff game wild card weekend, which I love. I love Saturday games. There's man. also it's a Monday about. game, too. Yeah, this this is the first year I think they're doing that, right? Yeah. Monday playoffs. <laughs> yep. And I suspect that we're going to be in a prime time spot either Monday or Sunday or Saturday or something. Because I hope Saturday, just because. <laughs> you know, just depending on who we might play. But, yeah. Well, actually, uh, that would be... I, so it's coming up. It's going to be the eighth, and then the next weekend. Hey, I have off uh, Martin Luther King Day, so if they have that Sunday night, that would be just as good as a Saturday night. There you go. There yeah. you go. But uh, I was saying earlier, like, oh yeah, I can hang out and really enjoy, or could have enjoyed the World Rumble out and stuff like that. But like, then I looked at the calendar. Like, oh wait, if we make it this far, which hopefully we do, knock on wood, because we're in the tournament, we're in the playoffs. I just knocked on some wood, by the way. That was that sound. <laughs> Um, I have a wood coffee table, but uh, <laughs> my girlfriend goes, eh, "Is it hundred percent wood?" Yes, it is. <laughs> damn it! Uh, we chopped the tree down ourselves, <laughs> but hopefully, you know, we can win a couple of these playoff games. You know that we're going to be playing because again, we are in the playoffs. We are in the postseason. Who ready for that? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we get to the conference championship game. Guess what's the day after the Royal Rumble? What's the day after the Royal Rumble? <laughs> the conference championship game. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm gonna have to spend Saturday night get my get my get my head right, <laughs> so I can instead of you know yeah. acting the fool for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so, but we're back here. New Year's Evil. We got people in the women's division talking to each other. I remember when NXT's women's division was like premier. Yeah. And they're in the midst of rebuilding it, I guess. But right now it's not premier. <laughs> Let's just say that. No, uh, they uh like they got rid of so from, many women as well during in those releases. I just I don't went understand. From four horse women and people forget that Alexa Bliss was a part of that time period too, that she was a she was also in NXT yeah. at that time, and Carmella. Um, but you got that group. Then you go to like Asuka and Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. And there's others I'm probably missing here and there. Uh, Ruby Riot was down was down at that point. It's another reason why I hate WWE production, Kyrie... not, not to cut you off. But oh, okay. we're supposed to think imperium was in the ring that whole time before the commercial break <laughs> through that, that, women, that women's promo in the backstage like just staying like that like right. i hate wwe production but all right sorry just had to get that out they're they're you know they they had great crop and then now obviously they've stripped it down and rebuilt 
everything, so it's going to be a little different now. But yeah, it's, it's going to take some time to get it back. I just don't want them to just go for the model who looks good and try to make the blonde model the top star because she's blonde and she's hot. And it's like that's not what made the NXT Women's Division so hot before. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it's because they can go and they were diverse and they looked different and they were unique. Remember at one point we said the women, the, the WWE's women's division was way more diverse and unique than the men. Mm-hmm. It was. And hopefully that stays that way. We don't get a cookie cutter type of format with the women. Uh, I was like, hey, well, she's hot, so people would want to watch her. It's like, y'all had a lot of beautiful women over the years, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. The ratings have gone down every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, all these women look good. <laughs> all right. I don't have to watch wrestling to see a good looking woman either. True. So, but, you know, I guess it's that old school line of thinking, man. Obviously, attractive people, I would assume, would draw attention, but, like, don't make that the priority. You know? No, because they, they highlight a lot of ugly looking men. So, like, why, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> like Walter's, a, a Walter's ugly an ugly men. mofo, you know? Right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, dog. He's got size, though, and he slaps yeah. hard. Got muscles. <laughs> so, Imperium is winning this match, right? <laughs> Unless, because, I mean, this is Vince McMahon's booking, so we never know. But Ooh. even though Riddle was a main roster talent and he's a Raw Tag Team champion, he should not beat Walter. Nobody should. I mean, I guess they could lose because Walter doesn't have to get pinned, but like. Yeah, but then he would beat the tag team champions. Yeah, I don't get it. Right. Have Walter beat the hell out of some people, and let's go. <clears throat> I can uh, watch Walter beat people up for, like, hours. Ever. <laughs> Just slapping people right across their chest. Yeah. But that, so here's the thing about Walter, though. I, we just talk about names. Grayson Waller, what? His name is literally just Walter, right? But to me, that, that's part of the appeal. That he has his basic name, and that's his only name. And he's very plain looking, yet he beats the daylights out of people. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, Walter is the man. You can put that name in a Walt marquee, and it'll yeah. strike fear to people. <laughs> yes. Not Walter. Especially the way they, you know, type it out. It's like all capitals. Yeah, yeah, that's just true that's, too. That's it's his character, you know. <laughs> just Walter, all caps, Walter. That's actually probably what they would call him on the main roster. All caps, Walter. Oh my God! Like Mad at least Pat McAfee awesome. would. <laughs> no, I mean he was all obviously he was Walter before he got to NXT. Yeah. Um, but I still find it hilarious. It's still great to. It still hasn't lost its effect on me. <laughs> no. And these guys were great when they were, you know, in NXT UK. They were a reason to watch that. And then that, that's the thing. It's like, why is it's kind of like weird how NXT UK is still a thing along with like 205 Live. Yeah, why They'd is still do Live that? A thing? 205 Live doesn't have a title <laughs> like, no more. It's like uh, all these. Unless they're, unless they're taking a the title back to 205 Live, I just don't understand what but, 205 yeah, Live's yeah, purpose I, is now. I don't either. Oh, my God. Goodness, uh, you've seen the best cruiserweights. Line. I've seen the best cruiserweights do what though? Ooh, that was a that was nasty. Yeah. 
Little well, Eddie is best. still, but my goodness, he did a full. Like I've ooh. seen the people who who are two hundred five pounds and less do stuff. Okay, for what though? Yeah, they don't have a title. It's not on TV. It's on what? The only reason I remember <laughs> that it's still on is because I see tweets about it. <laughs> like that's the only reason. Right. I don't watch I see it. Tweets. I don't it seek it out. Smackdown. I don't do anything. It comes on after SmackDown, so I'm sometimes I'm checking Twitter after SmackDown. I see WWE tweeting out two or five live stuff. Is it after SmackDown? Or is it after Raw? Either one of those. I think it's after SmackDown. Yeah, it is. So oh, Peacock. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm usually scrolling through Twitter at that point sometimes, and WWE is tweeting out two or five live stuff. I'm like, I don't want to see this, bro. Like, I don't even care. Yeah, Honestly, I usually just put care. on Rampage right after. And I gotta. Yeah. I don't always watch it. Like, it's just kind of on in the background if I'm doing. I gotta something. draw a line somewhere at where I stop watch wrestling. Like, <laughs> somebody has to do that. I hope nobody's just watching everything that anybody puts out. Look yeah, at how I, fast Walter I just put can't. Riddle down. That's like, how I treat my mental health. Like for me, like I can't watch too much. Otherwise, I'll hate everything. <laughs> so right, that's like, why I'm able to consume WWE on a weekly basis. There's probably somebody out there who watches everything from WWE. Yeah. yeah. And I just I gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah. To so I can enjoy, you know. Other things like life, <laughs> you know, other practical jokers reruns. Yo, honestly, yeah, like that's not even a joke. No, I have it on. No, it's not. That's what I do. Like I, it's on my other TV right now. So, right, but I'm saying, I, look, I enjoy those. They're just too funny. Obviously, right. I watch a lot of old uh, '90s sitcoms that are on Hulu or Netflix, and we were talking about Cobra Kai earlier. I watch that. Anything new that comes out, I enjoy that stuff. So, damn, Walter, Walter going ham now. Hell out of homeboy. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a kick on me? No problem. <laughs> I'm gonna catch you off the out of midair. Put you on the turnbuckle. Slap the hell out your chest. You almost knocked you out of the ring. <laughs> Grab his legs. Boom! That's it. <laughs> he fell all the way off to, to the apron. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Now they got to pose while we go to a commercial break. Got to get your pose in. But, man, that was fantastic. Production. Why is it picture-in-picture? I'm not getting picture-in-picture on on my fire stick. But I wish it was so I can see Walter beat the hell out of people still. Just go, like, I don't get why. Okay. Whatever. I don't know why people love the picture-in-picture. Like, it does nothing for me, really. You know what? As funny as you say that, (laughs) I feel the same way. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to watch something without sound, you know. The picture and picture, and plus they don't do all the stuff during right. the, like because they know so, they're in a commercial break. Right. <laughs> this is so a rest I, hold right now. <laughs> I, I understand. I remember a couple of years ago. I think we were both like, "Yeah, why not do picture and picture during the matches? Just don't take commercial breaks during matches. How about that, man? Yeah. You know that makes more sense. <clears throat> but if, I guess if you're going to do it, the picture and picture is a happy medium, so we at least can still see something. But it's not like we never miss anything down there. Like, <laughs> so whatever. <clears throat> Remember, we growing up, I used to watch uh, matches that never had a commercial break, and then there were on Monday Night Raw. I think is when matches started having a commercial break because it was live, and then obviously their like tape programming and syndicated programming didn't need it. Uh, sometimes it happened on Superstars, but not often. And then, like, when we got in the mid-90s, it happened more often. 
But then, like, the beginning of the Attitude Era didn't happen that often. And then all of a sudden, it started again. It's like they, they go through phases, and ever since, like, the wild, 2000s, though, like, late 90s, 2000s, like, it's been every week. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Vince Russo's Raw probably didn't do it that much because the matches were so short. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can't but, take a commercial break during a two-minute yeah. match. Yeah, so, but, you know, the last 10-plus, 15 years or so, it's just been nothing but the same. It's just yeah. an annoying production technique that hasn't changed. And it, yep. it's kind of funny. I was watching a, a Livewire episode on YouTube, and Vince McMahon was on it, and he had mentioned how uh, you know the production people that went to Brian Pillman's house should be commended when they had that gun angle with Austin uh, coming into his house. Uh, he he only named one person from the production team. Can you name that person? Kevin Dunn. Yep. <laughs> Who apparently was right there in the room. He was uh, doing live wire. He was probably sitting behind him because Vince kind of turned around to acknowledge him, but like he quickly turned back to the front. So I don't know if he meant to do that or not, but he was like, we have Kevin Dunn. And it's like, oh, okay then. <laughs> That's Kevin Dunn. the issue. That's just how it is. We're back here in NXT now. Commercial break is over. Impact Zone. We Matthew here. Riddle. Here with MSK going against Imperium with Walter, obviously, because he's a leader of Imperium. Matt Riddle. Just on Raw last night. <laughs> now he's down here. Which I, NXT. I don't know if you call it like the end of the Brock segment. Which, by the way, we mentioned that. I hope this Paul Heyman-Brock thing isn't uh, permanent. I I don't want to lose the Brock that we've seen the last few months. Like, I like that Brock. I don't want <laughs> Paul Heyman to, like, talk for him. Um, I hope it's just kind of like a plan between him and Roman, and that eventually comes out. But, uh, yeah, at the end of their segment, you had, like, Randy Orton in the back with Matt Riddle. And Riddle like scoots away, and then they come. They go to commercial and come back, and Riddle comes back, and Randy Orton is like, "Where have you been?" Like, no. <laughs> I can't tell if it was a mess up, or if it was like, "Where'd you go during the commercial break?" type of thing. But <laughs> it, the way it came across to me at first was like Randy didn't see him for so long. It's like, "Where have you been?" It's like, dude, you just saw him before the break. Like, I this is why WWE's production is so ridiculous. Like, you you can't tell what the hell the characters mean, you know, when, when they talk. A lot of times, so it's just so far from where it was. Easily digestible content, <laughs> where we understood things. Oh, everything wasn't so complex. Matt Riddle and Walter, one on one. WrestleMania, man, I, I want it. I'd pay good money to see it. I think they. Wrestle each other. Maybe may have done it on an independence. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Keith Lee and, and uh, Riddle. I, th I think I watched one Riddle match on the independence, uh, and I totally forget what it was. I think it was in 2018, <laughs> mm. um, and it was in June, but I do not remember uh, which one it was. But I mean, I was a fan when it came in. 
of his style and everything. Because I think that was the last one before he went to WWE. Or one Probably. of the last shows. So. Of course, Riddle began his oh. wrestling training right out here in Paulsboro, New Jersey. Ah. At the Monster Factory. <laughs> Shout out to Danny Cage. Yeah, won't follow me back. What the heck, man? Oh, man. Danny, what's up, man? <laughs> We're friends Blue on Blue Facebook. Blue you Blue can't Blue follow me on Twitter? What? About it. Blumini with Danny Cage. Blumini helped train uh, Matt Riddle, actually. So, Oh, yeah. big German suplex. Anthony Bennett as well, right? He went to the yeah. Monster Factory. Yeah. Former straight shooters guest. While he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yep. <clears throat> That was a wild time. We had Anthony Bennett on the show interviewed Drew Gulak for that yeah. as well. Is he from yeah. Philly? Went to Northeast High School. Go Hail Vikings. <laughs> Hail Northeast, I should say. Go Vikings. Yes. <laughs> Hail Northeast. Uh, my girlfriend, the Central grad, is not happy about what I just said. <laughs> Central Northeast are rivals. Uh, not on the football field, though. We routinely, routinely beat the living hell out of Central oh, on Thanksgiving boy. every year. But everywhere else, we could be rivals. But not on football. No, that's not. That's just a yearly well, you gotta game. Why got to do it dirty like that? That's just a yearly game we play on Thanksgiving now. It's not a rivalry anymore. <laughs> not a rivalry when you. Keep going, man. One team beats the <laughs> hell out of the other one every single year. <laughs> Keep going, man. Nick is encouraging me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I had to oblige. Can't leave my guy. Can't let my guy down. You know. Oh, so that graphic shows uh, the NXT Championship match will be commercial free. So we All have right. that. No picture and picture. Will we see okay. if Braun Breaker does not win the title? They, I think they've already like Ooh. messed him up. <laughs> if you, if they don't give him the title, it's like just let NXT 2.0 be 2.0. <laughs> Speaking of the Cruiserweight Classic, I remember Fabian Eichner. First time I ever saw him was in the Cruiserweight Classic. I remember thinking like, mm. yo, he's. He was really good. And I'm glad he stuck around for like as long as he has. Mm-hmm. Cause like he was one of the like really good. Like he didn't go too far, but I remember him being like a standout. I was like, yo, he's nice. Was it? Yeah, it was a cruiserweight classic. Cause I remember thinking like, is he actually 205 pounds? <laughs> Cause he was, was yoked up for the cruiserweight classic. He looks slimmer now. But I remember the cruiserweight classic, and he was like, yo, he's like the, he's like Brock Lesnar out there. So yeah, he's, he's was really a big, uh, big Kota Ibushi proponent. I, I was like, "There's no way they're not going to sign him," and uh, they didn't sign him. They did not, <laughs> <laughs> not at all to this day. Womp womp. Yeah. Don't blame you, Kota. Stay home, make some money, and, and stay home. <laughs> Be closer to home. <laughs> Don't mess around with WWE. Ask Shinsuke how's it going. They made him a rock I mean, star. Like, like oh yeah, like, rock star. They made him an artist. He's an intercontinental champion, and no one knows. That right. is the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> oh, RKO. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. The he, RKO. He got the pin. Wow. He won with the RKO. He got the pin. Oh, my God. But MSK and Riddle beats Imperium, which, like I said, they could beat Imperium by not pinning Walter, which is what happened. Yeah. Um. But what was I talking Oh, Shinsuke. Like, they gave him yeah. a crown. They gave him yeah. uh, Rick Boggs. To play guitar, Pat McAfee likes his entrance. <laughs> I guess that counts as something. And like you said, he's an intercontinental champion. I have f- totally forgot about that. <laughs> Who's the U.S. champion? Oh, it's Damian Priest. <laughs> okay, 
Almost yeah, who, who uh, had a title match against Dolph know. Ziggler again. Like, why Dolph is Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler still here? <laughs> Dolph Ziggler? Nobody. I mean, look, Dolph Ziggler is talented, but when he's in important positions, nobody has any faith that he'll do anything with, or he's going to win. <laughs> or even if he wins, WWE is not going to really, like, push him any higher than what he's already been pushed. It's like. Hmm. Just feels like, yep, here we are again. <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not the internet, oh, darling. I didn't, like I didn't uh, put my DMX uh, impersonations in there in the best of. I was going to say, here we go again. <laughs> oh, my God. You <laughs> should not. That? That's not. If we had a worst of show, <laughs> your DMX impersonation would be on there. That'd probably be our most downloaded show ever. <laughs> Worst of. The past Alexander Hammerstone's interview. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that was after my Macho Man uh, as well. So I think it was in 2021. I got to find that. <laughs> because when I posted it to Twitter, I think that was the only place I posted it to. My Twitter was suspended in June, and it was before that. Oh, no. So I lost it, man. I don't think I saved it either. So I got to find that again. You got to love Joe Gacy, who they literally named him Joe Gacy because he bears somewhat of a resemblance to John Wayne Gacy. <sighs> Look at his eyes. The crazy <laughs> eyes. Those are supposed to be the Gacy eyes? WWE, you're not slick, bro. You could have named him John Wayne <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Let's know. name him after a serial killer. Uh, that's very WWE. I will give credit, though, to the guy behind him. He has not blinked since he's done this <laughs> promo. He's had the same exact facial expression. He has not moved. He has not blinked. That is... That's talent, bro. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm I'm really looking at him. He, see if he's he, he was the guy that threw... Through the dude off the stairs, bro. A few weeks ago, when I was t- telling you, the staring and he, contest master. And last you week, will... he threatened to throw somebody off the roof of that arena. So, bro, he is undefeated lifetime in staring they, contest. They were literally on the roof, <laughs> bro. That's not important right now. The staring contest master was just on the screen. We just <laughs> witnessed history. All right, <laughs> homeboy has never lost. Oh, man, like uh, Lavar Ball, never lost. <laughs> Okay, Mandy Rose in that helicopter. Yeah, man. Oh, this is great. All right. This is awesome. This is a lot of shot? Because I highly Probably doubt not. it is. Probably not. <laughs> I highly doubt it is. It's at night, though. So maybe that's... That's the WWE continuity that we, we strive night, to strive for them, to have that type of continuity. I mean, it makes sense. If you, if you shoot it at night, if you shoot it, it's going to be air at night. You better make sure this shot better be at night. <laughs> This is definitely not a live shot, <laughs> though. <clears throat> that is not a live camera. But here we are. Next up is the NXT Women's Championship match. So How there you have that? it. How there you that? have it. Or a rumble. Low key. I mean, obviously not low key. I say high key. One of, I think a lot of people's favorite show of the year. So even though don't love WWE's product, don't love Big E losing the title already. 
I'm still watching the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I think most people do. Even though they've had some missteps over the years, <laughs> especially 2015. <laughs> Hell, even 2014. Can't forget 2014. Oof. But uh, Royal Rumble, always a show people look forward to. So I'm only saying that because, you know, I've got a commercial for it on my television. So <laughs> I know that's like you. a random Don't thought. Worry, they ain't you. <laughs> Right, that was a very random thought. Like I just went from Mandy Rose <laughs> to the Royal Rumble. I figured I should mention why I was talking about the Royal Rumble. Um, and we'll have you know every time WWE announces a new participant, they'll be like, "Why are they announcing participants? We want to be surprised." Oh God, yeah, that's 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 my least favorite part of Royal Rumble season. <laughs> it's no, it's still no. That's not my least favorite part. That's my second least favorite part. You know, what my least favorite part is. <laughs> It's people declaring that they're in the Royal Rumble without having to qualify. They just say, I do declare I'm in the Royal Rumble match. And I reckon I'm going to throw 29 other people over the top rope and win. <laughs> That's pretty much every promo from the, for, about the Royal Rumble. I'm going to beat 29 other people. You know we're going to hear that from Big E. Everybody. Kevin Owens, everybody, Seth Rollins, every person, because they lost in the championship match. So every the person, four way. So even though you could be in, in the match at number thirty and only see three people in the ring, I've beaten twenty nine other people. <clears throat> they say it every single year. Get ready for the Royal Rumble by the numbers yep. uh, video package, which is hey, I don't mind it. It's just you know it's coming. <laughs> and get ready for I do declare my entry into the Royal Rumble match. It's just whack. They should have like, and they could just make them up like just like different like terms like like they do for golf sometimes. Like if you won this tournament in the past, you get an automatic entry. Mm. Or if you won a tournament on the tour, you get an automatic entry. So like for the Royal Rumble, if you uh. Maybe if you're a champion, that's not the WWE title. You get an automatic bid, so to speak. If you won the match before, you get an automatic bid. Or maybe if you finish in the final four of a previous World Rumble, or the final two, maybe, you're automatically inserted to the to any World Rumble after that. Like, something like that. Oh, no. Their, their roster changes over way too much for them to what? plan out something like that. It's just, it's just, it's not even planning out. It's just... Hey, we set a term and condition. All right, we just live up to it. That's all. It's just being consistent. You don't have to map out who is in the rumbles for the next thirty years. <laughs> like, we gotta do is say, hey, this is what it. This is what it is. You just gotta. It's like, it's like setting it and forgetting it. Set it, forget <laughs> it. You know what it is. Okay, Randy Orton, you've won this in the past. You're in. You don't have to cut a promo saying that he's in now. We know he's in. <laughs> like. You know, oh, Rhea Ripley, she's finished in the, within the last two. She's in the final two last year. She's in. Boom. Set it, forget it. And then you have qualifying matches for those who don't fit that criteria. Bam. Or just call in Teddy Long. It will be an eight-man tag team elimination match. Oh, yeah. The winning team. Right, all qualifying. Gets the rumble spot. Right. I'll tell you, I'm a big fan of Electra Lopez. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> I, I I tend to wonder why. I mean, I can guess why. 
I watched, uh, I think it was last week or the week before she had a match. Uh, my first match that I've seen of her, and I was impressed. Hmm. A lot of a lot of uh, new faces in NXT 2.0 that I don't didn't even know existed because I don't follow like develop their developmental program or uh, like their new signees and everyone that's training down in the performance center. So I didn't know who she was until I saw that match. Hmm. NXT. Here's the thing about the the way they kind of like reshape nxt the thing is they had a lot of people down there for a long time who weren't getting on tv because they had so many like big names yeah that they had to feature but that also didn't need training at the performance center it's like y'all got this performance center but none of these people are getting on tv so i kind of get it from that standpoint of like we gotta shuffle the deck here Mm -hmm. because if things were were the way they were electra lopez is not on tv you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Carmelo Hayes probably isn't on TV. Cora Jade's not on TV. TV. <laughs> Who? Cora Jade, who's just entered. Right, Cora Jade. is not on TV. She, yo, did you see how on Twitter a couple weeks ago, she just annihilated yeah. Uh, Darby Allen? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. Was, uh, Good for her. What is? Uh, I think she either deleted it or went private or something she, like that. I but, think she uh, deleted it. A lot of people backed her up, so. As they that should. Was good to see. As they should. If you, if you Google or Twitter, you search on Twitter, Cora Jade Darby Allen, and see how she eviscerated yeah, that man. You'll see it. <laughs> Rightfully so. But, but back to my original point, like, would uh, what's the name? Uh, Bron Breaker? Would he be on TV? If it, he was one of the first, guys uh, in there, like, one of the first people uh, I I took a liking to. That's why I was kind of excited about NXT 2.0. Uh, what was it? He had the Halloween Havoc match, and I had my surgery that day, so we didn't do a pod for a couple of weeks. So we so we could live commentate Halloween Havoc, and I was like, "This he's gonna win the title here. It's gonna be great." And then he lost, and I'm just like, "What the hell?" Like I remember being so much pain, and I'm watching it, and like ice bags everywhere and everything, and I'm just like, "Oh well, at least Braun Breaker is gonna win the title tonight." So I like sleeping think. in my recliner, and then it's like, "Man, what the hell's going on here?" <laughs> I, I'm a fan of him. I, I want him to. Back. Yeah, I want him to follow or, or not follow. I want him to like be the face of the brand, man. Like, give him the title, strap the rocket to him, let him see what he, we can do. He can do. All right, Mandy Rose. I think Mandy Rose being in NXT isn't a bad thing. She can obviously use the um in ring experience that she really wasn't getting in the on the main roster like she wasn't in the yeah. ring enough Mm-mm. and she can use the extra time in the ring i think in nxt she can hone her craft down there i think that was actually a smart move just to, to send her there did they have to put a title on her i, I agree and that was uh before the rebrand right I, so. like, like, yeah you, you said it like she was down there before that yeah. i think that was a smart move to, from the beginning mm-hmm she kind of they kind of just did everything with her on the main roster. Even put it with Otis and all that stuff. Like that stuff was wild. Yeah. But if she can if, if she can learn to really get better, I think she can. I think she has ability to really really like take her game to the next level. Not like she's bad now, but she can really raise her game to the levels of like a Charlotte or a Becky or a Bianca, or Sasha, like Bailey. When when whenever she comes back, which is probably at the Royal Rumble. Um. Mm. 
She has a she that? has that ability. How about that? Is that breaking news? That's an assumption that everybody has made. Because it's been it's about the time she's supposed to come be coming back. I think she's she's probably been ready. I think she's been ready. It's just a matter of when and how they when Bailey comes back. out. This is me. <laughs> right, you you super shocked. I'm gonna act like I'm like the even more shocked than Hogan turning heel. <laughs> oh my god! Or when Brother Brudai turned heel. Oh god! <laughs> Which made the cut for our best oh, yeah. moments. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Really, I was just down. using the the Halloween Havoc as an excuse to put in there, so I, that's why I put '94 and '95 in there. <laughs> Man, had but there were still some great moments. Yeah, it's in the course of those uh, shows. Oh. Oh. You see uh, Mercedes Martinez in AEW now. How about that? Yeah, good for her. She's yeah. dope, man. I don't know. Like, that's another person. I probably, if I'm in XT, I'm not letting go. Like, she is really, really good. Mm-mm. I like Mercedes Martinez. <clears throat> I just hope they find time for it, man. Like they got, and that's another thing that Speaks Wolf said. It's like they got all these people. We've been saying it for yeah. months. Yeah. How, where do you put all these people? You got a roster that you don't have enough content for. WWE was the other way. They had, they had, they they created a bunch of content and they filled out the roster for all that content. But they have a place to put that content too. They got they had their own network. They got multiple shows on these networks. AEW's got one network that's working with them right now. And I don't know if TNT wants to turn their network into the. To the wrestling network well, again. <laughs> like, here, here's the thing. Why not? I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I, I know some people are like, ah, it's too early for that. But listen, AEW's got the money. They have cemented themselves as the 1A promotion right now in, in North America. I wouldn't be against them making Rampage two hours. Just go to 10, oh, 10 to 12 on Friday night. Why, why? 10 to 12 is late, bro. It, it is. but staying up that 10, late on a 10, Friday? No, but I mean DVR like what like I most mean, people probably watching a, on DVR like eight to ten for SmackDown is not already not great. Well, that's prime time. They like, go from I, ten I mean, to twelve on a on a Friday. Why not? I think if you go if Rampage goes to two hours, I think you change tonight. Go go ten to twelve and just make it like the main event, the first match. You like the Saturday night's main event Ram, type. Rampage of, has right? to be on a Thursday or something because there's nothing on Thursday right now. Is it Impact on Thursdays? I take that back. Impact's on Thursdays, right? Well, you, well. I mean, you got you still got deal with hockey and basketball for TNT. That's, so. that's fair. That's fair. That's why I, I figure just, they won't move. You know, they're not going to put it on Monday. <laughs> no, but just for like I was saying earlier, they got a lot of people, but nowhere to they, they, half more than half that roster is on the dynamite, not dynamite, elevation and elevate yeah, dark elevation. You got to get them on TV. You know, like I remember watching. We were talking about. Last week, and who had like fifty wins, something like that, or fifty matches? Um, Matt Seidel, he had he was like thirty and twenty-one, right? It's like, how I many of those matches remember. were on Dynamite? <laughs> like <laughs> three, <laughs> you know, like uh, Tay Conti. How many of her matches on Dynamite or Rampage? Hmm. So you you got all these matches that ha- and all the stuff is happening on these shows that are on YouTube, and it's like. Everybody wants to just be on YouTube all the time, bro. <laughs> like, or you know, listen, or not not being used at all. That's a that's a dope move by Raquel Gonzalez. That was, that was. <laughs> double. Uh, what is that? A Simone drop? What's to say with two people? Yeah. Oh. Um. 
don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe like, Tony just does whatever and makes it from 9 to 11 instead of 10 to 11. Go head to head with the second hour of SmackDown. Why not? What do I you got to lose? I just... Uh, Give your people time. A lot <laughs> of people, that's not on YouTube. A lot of people on that roster. And Mercedes Martinez is the, uh, the latest addition who super talented and deserves to be featured and spotlighted. Hopefully it happens soon. It's just they got the T. Now, fortunately, they had the TBS title, so yeah. that gets more women on the show. It's just where is the already featured? They have world title, TNT title, tag titles, world women's championship. Like so much is going on, and then you got non-title stuff going on. <laughs> where yeah. do you have the time for all this? So we'll see. I mean. But congrats to Mercedes Martinez, man. She deserves to have a contract from one of the two big companies, for sure. Congratulations to Jim Ross for oh, that being cancer-free. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's live, pal. Yeah, yeah, real talk. Let's, let's talk about real life stuff here. Yeah, Jim Ross <laughs> being cancer-free. One of... One of uh, great interview, Jim Ross is, because he just, he just loves talking wrestling, man. He does. He, uh, you know, it was great when we had him on the first or second time and he's talking about Lane Johnson. And that was before yeah, yeah, you were yeah. working with the Eagles. But oh, it was, it, definitely it was just before. so cool. It was just so cool because he's an Oklahoma guy. So it's just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> that, was in the, that was in the studio days. That was definitely it was. before. It was, yeah. I was working for the, for the Eagles. But, uh, and I think we asked him about DeMarco Murray and Sam Bradford, too. And that, yeah. That was definitely yeah. before my time with the team. Oh man, <clears throat> they were all bummer. Oklahoma what a guys. bummer! What a bummer! <laughs> <laughs> they were all Oklahoma guys, man. I they mean, are. Yeah. Listen, I thought they were going to be great. This the Bradford Murray connection. Oh man, mm, those mm, were the mm, times. Mm. And Chip, mm, we trust. Mm. <laughs> Bro, wild times, really. Listen, man, you got to leave the Eagles and go back. Just like, because you. The year you joined them, they won the Super Bowl. So, so I got to recreate stop it. Working for them. We got to recreate it. Take like a month off and come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take a week off. I Maybe guess. go go work for Joe Judge for a little bit. No. And then, no. Uh... <laughs> I'm okay. No, I'm not okay not Joe Judge. No. Not anybody else. Baby <laughs> here with the birds. That's what I'm here with. <laughs> <laughs> not Jacksonville. No. Not... AW connection? No, no. Nah. Even though, shout out to my boy Charlie. He worked for the Jaguars. And shout out to Doug so. Peterson who got an interview with them. He might be yeah, the next yeah. head coach there. How about that? Yeah. Doug Peterson fo- might be following my boy Charlie down down to Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting things happening they're in the NFL. A, they're having a season down there in Jacksonville. Right? <laughs> Really feels like WWE at times or AEW, like a, a wrestling storyline, I should say, in general. So it's kind of funny. And we're back here at New Year's <laughs> Evil. It's nine thirty already. It's only a half hour left in the show. <laughs> That's I feel like I need to cue that up every time you say New Year's. I should have did like a a quick deep dive into New Year's Evil, like and told people about the movie. I can look it up real quick. It's a movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie. I, just, I said that earlier in the I show. Know, I, I know. <laughs> I was making fun of myself not for not knowing movies. 
Thank you, thank you, oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> and the guy, whenever the villain would say like it's time for evil, he would have, he had his voice modulator, and he'd be like evil into the voice modulator. It was hysterical. <laughs> and you play that again? Like Kane, Kane with his voice uh, modulator. <laughs> New Year's Evil came out in 1980, bro. It was, this was a time when they were just thinking of like any reason to have a slasher. So it's like <laughs> Happy Birthday, Happy Mother's Day, New Year's Evil. Uh, they just make it any holiday into a horror movie. Uh, Silent <laughs> Night, Deadly Night, um, anything. Because Halloween obviously started it, you know, that kind of that yeah, trend. Okay. And it was a classic. So it was like Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, uh, Black Christmas, which actually came out before uh, Halloween, actually. Uh, but it was a there's, a, there's a there's definitely a Valentine's Day movie, um, horror movie. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but um, <laughs> you know, just to all the holidays. So like you, the next thing would be like Earth Day, or like Arbor Day, maybe maybe Flag Day. And the guy, the killer, stabs people with flagpoles on Flag Day. <laughs> maybe that's it. Hmm. I watched that. Happy Flag Day. You know, that's like the um, thing he says. That's like the catchy. That's like the corny, uh, you know, catchphrase. The movie I was referring to, to as far as Valentine's Day was My Bloody Valentine. That's what I was thinking about. Reminds me of William Regal, My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, so that was always not that, a great accent at all. I need to stop that. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, that goes in the worst of 2022 at the end of the year. Mark it down. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> you know, but, the thing is, I'm actually going to save clips. I'm going to try to every week instead of at the end of the year just going through because I, I can't go through 52 episodes uh, right. and just save them as we go. So uh, that will not be that will not be on it. No. <laughs> But uh, there's a there's a there's a horror movie for almost any holiday. The Leprechaun that, that might count for St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> there's something for everybody. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know you ever heard of Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> classic, absolute classic. Um, it's about a killer turkey, surprisingly. Uh. <laughs> You got Black Christmas. You got you know all that stuff. New Year's Ooh, Code Breaker. From Mandy about Rose. That. About that. Doubt they call it the Code Breaker though. AEW. AEW <laughs> bound. Oh. But she's a champ. What are we doing here? <laughs> Big kick out from Raquel Gonzalez. But uh, I'm trying to think of other holiday horror movies. I could probably just look that up too. Holiday horror movies. Hmm. I'm sure there's somebody's made a list of these. I'm surprised um, you're not the one that did make the list. You're a horror, no, horror movie fanatic. Wasn't me. I thought of like 10 though. Right now. I think I did pretty good for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not that. Holiday horror films. I'm going to find it in this list. I'm the boogeyman. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> okay. Is that not one of them? Nope. <laughs> Even though they could have made a hard move with Booker T and Charmel with Boogeyman. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, there's a scream coming back. 
apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw like a, a commercial, but I'm not interested. I watch it you know, like not interested whenever in any it's movies. free. <laughs> I just right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. We got. I, I don't have the the like attention span to watch a whole movie anymore. Right, we got, like I said, Christmas Evil, New Year's Evil. Oh, My Bloody Valentine. That's, that's you know, wow. Uh, you got Happy Fool's Day. April, no, April Fool's Day. <laughs> I said Happy Fool's Day. I'm just goofy. April Fool's Day. Okay. Wait, what's it? Silent oh. Night, Deadly Night, Bloody New Year. Okay. Of course, you got Halloween. I said, said that earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they exist. Leprechaun, like I said. <laughs> you know. Mandy Rose. They had a there's a Jack Frost uh, horror movie with a, with a killer snowman. It's great. Might have a you. Uh, probably. Man, did Mandy win yet? Yep. Okay. Just one. I was I wasn't even looking at this TV honestly. <laughs> the fans are you, stunned though. You were. I was more, looking at. You need I was this horror, at the horror movie. movie list. <laughs> yeah. The fans were stunned. A lot of surrender cobras in the crowd. Surrender cobra from. Raquel Gonzalez. I don't think she even cheated. I think it was a clean pin. I think she laid her hair out and put leverage on the hair, too, so she couldn't kick out or something like that. This was an... I, 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 obviously, I missed the last, last like minute or so, but this he match wasn't... Up. Gorgeous to, there, tries to roll her up, and then he turns around and just kind of... So she wasn't like on her hair. She just kind of pinned her with her legs. Yeah. I, I can yeah, I don't This, this did not finish. live up to the classic matches we've seen from the NXT women's division. I'll say that much. Mm. Like the NXT women's championship matches on the like the takeovers. Mm. Those were must yeah. see. Those were the main events. Yeah. You know, even up to like I said like Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley, Bianca like Main events. You look back at like the best matches in NXT history. They're probably going to be women's matches, mostly at the top of that list, like Sasha, yeah. Bailey, mm-hmm. like instant classic. The Iron Man match, the Iron Woman match they had. What is going on here? I can't contain the powers. Oh. He's we, we're is seeing Danhausen. <laughs> right, just Danhausen. <laughs> That's pretty funny. We're seeing his visions, by the way. We're in his bathroom. Is this a mirror? Oh man. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Make uh, the face paint. <laughs> yeah, two X's. So Matt Riddle's scootering Riddle, back to uh Riddle rides away, <laughs> scoots away. Just scoots on away, back to Raw. What if, like, why, why would you go in the parking lot this? in your wrestling gear without showering first? Like, get changed, your match is over. Yeah, they're in Orlando. Probably not even that cold. No, I'm just saying, like, why would you do that? <laughs> They didn't even shower yet. In, 
they probably like, can't oh. film inside like that like because without masks because the pandemic they probably had to shoot outside to get their mask off i'm, I'm just i'm talking kayfabe oh <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you just shower well i guess you don't really kayfabe showering after a match because no one talks about that ever but it's been long enough why, why not why don't you just That's regular good. clothes you know wrestlers don't shower <laughs> That's the lesson I got from that. <laughs> so now that's all I'm going to think about. Um, time for Andre Chase. Man. What the hell? Why do they do that? Why does Vincent Man think this stuff, bringing back Dean Douglas is the way to go? Uh, so many characters, man. Like, so many. Like, There's characters. No one, like, it's like no, the I, want the ca- I want a character of a wrestler. He's a, <laughs> he's a bookworm. That's his character. Grayson Waller, he's he's a he's a douche. Something. That's his character, I guess. Like <laughs> I don't know. Uh it's just this is stuff that we just didn't see in NXT for a long time. That's why people liked it. But whatever. <laughs> what do I know? I just know that the NXT's ratings are dwindling week after week. But hey, Chase, you got his own section there. It looks like, right? Andre yeah. Chase, yeah, got some fans. Well, if they, they were, were probably giving it. They're probably like, "All right, you guys put these shirts right. on." Those are probably wrestlers. <laughs> well, I don't know about that one dude. He just you know, it looks like a kid right there. That one section is the only section that's cheering and no one else is. <laughs> Everybody else is sitting down. Like the people behind Chase are sitting down. <laughs> they do, do not look interested. The one guy in the top left has refused to put on the shirt. Because <laughs> why would what? you? Yeah, that, is that Bo Dallas? No. <laughs> wow. Bo Dallas with blonde hair looked like for a second. <laughs> That's a wrestler, doesn't bro. it? <laughs> like, like, definitely a wrestler. Don't you think it looks like Bo Dallas in the face, though? Kinda, it kind of resembles him. Yeah, that's definitely too, a wrestler. More muscular, he's, definitely. He's going to be in the ring at some point. He's going to be a Chase disciple now. He, he's got a flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, well, he's coming down now. No, wait, no, not so fast. This is Von Wagner. Oh, Von Wagner. Was he going to turn in? He's going to make him a. uh, What was it? You know the episode of The Office when Michael gave the scholarships out to the kids? (laughs) And it turned out that that was the case. (laughs) Will's name of the kids? Like the. uh, What he named him? Um, Scott's Tots. That's what it was. (laughs) Scott's Tots. <laughs> Almost at Scott's thoughts. Yeah, was like, That's the not it funniest at all. part is like they remember that their whole lives, and he like totally forgot about it. Right? And he's they like, remember. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna pay for all your guys' tuitions. Like you are a regional manager, sir, <laughs> at a failing paper company. You cannot do did this. Did he get him something to like try and make up for it? I can't remember what he did. CDs or something. I don't. I don't I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made a whole song about him. 
Oh my god, that's one of the best episodes ever. Because <laughs> you knew what was coming. Like it was like, oh my god, no, he did yeah. not do that. And you knew Michael did because he just loved. <laughs> he just loved being in the center of attention and loved like people liking him. So he's like, yeah, yeah he got caught up and <laughs> Scott's tots became a thing. I might have to rewatch that series again. Oh my god, I might have to as well. I uh, I watched it all through until Michael Scott left the show yeah, or Steve Carell I should say left the show so I haven't seen same. the last two seasons but I'll have to I don't know what's happening cause... here I don't have my TV up I have subtitles no, on Von Wagner attacked Chase oh I see so... that yeah close lined him Andre Chase so uh, don't care about any of this the oh angle slam no, no one's coming in to help at this point I might so be, is I still might Andre be a Chase a baby heady, face but... Maybe. Now here, here's the guy that was supposed to. Oh man! But up, oh, he threw the flag. Whatever that was. Up, oh, he, yeah, he's the one getting attacked now. So, I'm, oh, he's attacking a random fan. No, that's got to be a plant. Damn. Yeah, none of these people are random. Is that a? Wait, he's he's attacking the. Front row, it, it's got to be. That's not a random fan. It has to be. You're not serious. No, I'm. Uh, no, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm. I'm watching it <laughs> and hearing you. So no, it's. It Von, can't be a random fan, but. It's like Wagner they're gonna make it. As, fans. I, I don't know if they're trying to make it like, oh, that's a random fan, or if it's. Oh. Like I think someone. so. So. But I didn't expect that. I wasn't buying it. <laughs> Ooh. We got that Tomas Champion oh, came wow. out as Kratos. He he slipped off the rope. I didn't see that. I don't. I do not remember that. They're showing the Braun Breaker. I uh, think that's why he lost. Highlights. We talked about it. We he like literally slipped on a banana peel. That's why he lost. And I totally forgot about it. Wow. Yeah, I remember talking about that. <laughs> but like, was that? Oh no, we actually did. Was that do on purpose? Halloween Havoc. No, we didn't. Did we was do that Halloween on Havoc? Did he slip on purpose then? Was that part of it, or was that literally no, an accident? It's supposed to be an accident. No, it was. No, I, you said it's supposed to be. An, I'm like, was it legitimately an accident? Oh, I or was no it idea. supposed to happen? I have no idea. Because <laughs> he pinned him right after that. I mean, that kind of makes good story sense. Beat him after the mistake. I think it's supposed to be a part of the story. That was a damn good selling then. <laughs> also, I didn't realize Braun Breaker has one of those Goldberg-style yeah. tribal tattoos that yeah. people in 2022 should not have. <laughs> I don't know. He looks cool. How old is Braun Breaker? Is my guy. Braun Breaker. <laughs> like, if he's under the age of 35, he should not have one of those. <laughs> no, take that back. Well, under, the age of 40, under the age of 40, he should not have those. Arbitrary number, huh? <laughs> Come on, bro. Those were all the rage in the late 90s and early 2000s, but we're kind of well past that now. So I hope that hasn't... That's not. He a was born in injury. 1997. So, no. Come He's on, He's 24 bro. years old. You are way too young. He's 24? Man, you he was... way too young to have that ugly... His dad tattoo. got in a car accident the same year he was born. Oh, that's funny. By the outsiders. <laughs> Courtesy of the NWO. Yeah. But he should not have the tribal tattoo, the basic tribal tattoo on the bicep. 
He was born in October, so. I was not having time. But come on. Who on who at twenty four years old has that tattoo? Oh man. It's badass. No, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's not as big as Goldberg's. It's, it, that it doesn't take up has, the whole shoulder. 20 years ago, 25 years ago, that tattoo was badass. I'll give it to you. Oh, it was dope. And they, they What well, could be badass than not badass? I don't understand that. No, no. Something's either badass or it's not. It was. It could be was <laughs> at one point. And WCW even incorporated the, the, the tattoo into his gear. But so now, did the WWE. No, they put it on his tights. No, we can't do that. <laughs> That's a no go. They did, they did, and they still. I'm pretty sure working into his gear, but no, 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 no. I don't like. Not pretty soon, Braun Breaker will have it on his gear. I'm not a fan of it. So, but that is next, by the way, the main event of the evening for the NXT Championship, Tommaso Ciampa. Going against Braun Breaker with two Ks. Ugh. Should be just Rex Steiner, wasn't he? He was Rex Steiner at some Rex, point in yeah. NXT. Yeah. And they again, Grayson Waller. Let's just give him that. Then they went and said Rex Steiner, which is a name that everybody likes, and that makes sense because you're Rick Steiner's son, so you're Rex Steiner. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are we going to change your name, we're going to make your name garbage, but. But we're going to say, oh, well, people will remember it. Remember a garbage name. Yeah. Braun Breaker with two Ks. What the hell? Where did they come up with these names, bro? <laughs> they could have named him John Recksteiner, and that would have been be, better. Could be worse. Braun Breaker could be worse. Oh, that's among the worst. It's not even like. Actually, it's not. It's the spelling that makes it really bad. <laughs> the two Ks in Breaker is just like, what the hell is that? It sounds They're like literally playing name. with fire. It sounds like a made-up name. Because it is. Well, yeah, I mean, they all do. <laughs> it's just terrible, man. Tomasa Champa sounds like a made-up name. That's his real name, I believe. Though. I know. Like, <laughs> like, nobody goes by that. Nobody was like, <laughs> He didn't choose that when he was on the Independence. But it still sounds made up. Tomasa Champa. Look, Johnny Gargano like a, sounds made up. At least it's unique. Tommaso Ciampa. His real name is Tommaso Whitney. Okay. Oh, oh well, I can't go by that, right? Right. So, yeah, <laughs> Whitney. So, Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Fine. But, but Eli, we got Eli Whitney. Like, Whitney's fine. He didn't really need again, it. At least Tommaso is his first, his real first name, and he changed it because he didn't want to be known as Johnny Tommaso Gargano Whitney. sounds fake, but that's his real name. His real name. <laughs> Yeah. And that's fine. If it's your real name, I can't knock your real name. <laughs> you know, like I can. I'd rather you go by your real name because <laughs> that's your real name, and you can own it. You could be that person. You could be that name anywhere else. Uh, but Brian Breaker. Ugh. You know, it would be great if you got into like actual like active wrestling and stuff. They could you like make your character. Uh, sibling of like The Rock or something. Dwayne Johnson, your Vaughn, your Vaughn Johnson, Dwayne's little bro or something. They wouldn't use my the name. The one that bro. everyone forgot about. And then that's why me. you're a heel. <laughs> you're like, I want heart. 
They would call me Von. Von Maivia. Something dumb, bro. They, they would call me Vita Blue, like the old Oakland Athletics pitcher. <laughs> or something like Wait, that. This, like, this is crazy. They would combine, they would like Apollo Cruise me and like give me two black people's <laughs> names and like combine them together. So instead of Apollo Creed or Terry <laughs> Cruz, Apollo <laughs> Cruz, well, I would be Vita Murphy, like Eddie Murphy. No, they already had a Murphy. So let's go with Vita Hart, like Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? That would be my WWE wrestling name. Oh, they're taking him out. Taking Von Wagner out. Yeah. Yeah, I would be Vita Hart. Like, you know. So those kids kids out there don't know Vita Blue is. Look him up. He used to put your picture for the Oakland A's back in the day. I miss the Oakland A's. Even though I was not alive. Well, I mean, they should still be in Philly. (laughs) Okay. They moved far away before I was born. Yeah, you you remember the days, the good old days of the athletics? (laughs) (laughs) Playing like Shad Park or something like that? Yeah. (laughs) See, uh, I have the sound on, but I did not listen to... Uh, Von Wagner's promo, but apparently everyone on Twitter is eviscerating his uh, skills oh. <laughs> or lack thereof. Whatever. I'd so. rather see Cameron Grimes anyway. He's funny. Yeah. And he has a normal name. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Hey, that's one they came up with, though. And, and it's a nice, it's a regular, good old fashioned name. All right. <laughs> and come up with a name. Don't give somebody. What about L.A. Knight? L.A. Knight. That's not terrible. Could be worse. Eli Drake. I gotta go L.A. Knight. <laughs> keep keep the same syllables. I don't hate it. As well, long as the syllables remain the same. AJ Styles and Grayson Waller next week. We will not be live commentating that. <laughs> nope. Not at all. What else next week? Zion Quinn, Santos Escobar. Okay. Crowbar on a pole match. Braun Breakers got chains, baby. He's a chain breaker. Chain breaker. Oh, he's in front of an X. He's going to run through an X. The X is shaped like the one in NXT. Oh, he's going to kick it, which is clearly styrofoam. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the hell? What is this? Why is this part of his presentation? They're Oh, they're going to ruin him. Oh, no. I couldn't have seen this coming. Is is he running running through the aggro crag? He kicked through two styrofoam pieces. (laughs) He's he's climbing up the aggro crag and everything. What the hell? WWE said, kick through this foam X because you're a badass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's bad. It was the that old was X, too. It was, a, it was so... a NXT 1.0 X. Yeah. <laughs> That's so why I did it. He broke through. Right. 
he's kicking down the NXT, all these NXT 1.0 guys. They got to go out like <laughs> trash. Like yesterday's trash. They got to go out. It's time for the new, bright, and colorful NXT 2.0. The new generation. <laughs> yeah. Breaker is the uh, Lex Luger of that. Bret Hart, right? Bret Hart. I guess, I guess he's, exactly. he's, he is leading the new generation, right? Yeah. He's a little bit bigger he, than Bret Hart. He, he, then who is Tommaso Ciampa in that instance? Is he Hulk Hogan? Or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, also, if Braun Breaker gets the title, will they change the title belt? Uh, I hope not. Because that kind of represents the 1.0. I uh, feel like if, you, you know if he's, what? If he's really like representing the 2.0 and it's like new everything, get rid of the old X even, you got to change the logo. Because the, the logo that there's on that title it doesn't really represent the logo they have now. It's a new logo for NXT. That X oh, no. and the new logo isn't, isn't as prominent oh, as no. it as right. it was in the old days right. of NXT. Look at the NXT logo, the new one. The X is not that prominent. It's just another letter. You're right. They're going to change the title belt, bro. Because it doesn't fit. I hate that I never thought of that until just now. I just thought of and that, too. Now I'm going to be miserable the rest of the podcast. It makes perfect sense. They might change all the titles. Yeah. I mean, you can't change the heavyweight title, not change the rest. Right, they're going to change the North American title, which is a great-looking title belt, by the way. I love the North American title. Well, see, why don't you keep that the same and just change the logo at the top? They could <laughs> just make that, it the yeah. new NXT logo. They could change the logo at the top. They definitely But this one, title the world logo. title, they There's can't do that. changing that. <laughs> or maybe put the NXT logo. That logo that's on that title is the old logo. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but maybe put like the new logo and then like a winged eagle. <laughs> no, no. Carrying no, the NXT. Change the title. Carrying Braun the new Breaker NXT gonna, banner. He's going to win this title, and there's going to be a new belt for Braun Breaker probably. It's just like what they did with, like, I feel like when they want to, like, anoint someone, they change the title. You ever, you ever realize that? Like, when they yeah. anointed Steve Austin, yeah. no more winged eagle, the, the big eagle. They, they originally they did, and then it wasn't. They didn't introduce the smoking skull till when, like. But I'm saying, but like, after, the, but, it went, but when he first won the title from Shawn Michaels, he had the winged eagle. Yeah. But the next night that gave him the That was still a winged eagle. The one. Technically. Yeah, but it was a the, the big eagle, but it's yeah. still a different belt. Yes. Yeah. Well everyone yeah. had a different belt. The Rock had a different intercontinental right. they belt. Everything and then at that point. The tag team belts were the same but smaller for some reason. Right. It's like what the hell? When, when John Cena won his first WWE title, what did they do? Oh yeah, the spinner. <laughs> they came, came up with the spinner belt. <laughs> They they haven't really changed anything for Roman Reigns because you know, but that's because they kind of like uh, homogenize the titles. Yeah. Uh, NXT is actually the brand with the more unique titles, but <clears throat> I can see that happen for for Braun Breaker, giving him his own belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the only downfall. Of him winning, because <laughs> I would be shocked if they didn't do that. Look, they might give him a strap, a white strap with the paint design on it. Not that they do the colorful no, paint. They're not I'm telling you, bro, don't no. be surprised nah. if they give a red strap for the universal title and a blue strap for the for the universal title on SmackDown. 
Why don't wouldn't make, they? Don't make the actually, NXT and diamonds or something. <laughs> no, I actually personally this might sound weird. I might like that title if they get a white strap with the paint thrown on it. Like well, that, I, I would like it. Might be dope. But I not like the colorful inside NXT. I think it would be one color. No, I'm not saying the, the actual belt, like the plate. I'm talking about the strap. Well, yeah, the strap would be cool, different color, something new, right, the, and everything. I'm saying the white with the paint on it, even though it would look very oh, cartoonish, strap, uh, it would look very kind of like Saturday morning cartoonish, which is kind of what the show looks that. like. Nah, I don't know. But, I still like it. I don't know why. I, I don't mind I don't it either. It's like Saturday morning cartoon or like in living color, either one. <laughs> <clears throat> but I can see them doing that, bro. The new title belt with the white strap with the paint thrown on it. Maybe just put the paint on like the inside and not the outside no, of the strap. All over the strap. <laughs> no. I think it is it's a unique strap. I think I'll be here for it. Look at the ring post. They got that same design well, on it. Like you're a ring post guy. The smoking skull <laughs> The smoking skull had the uh, snake skin on the inside, right? So why not yeah. do the paint on the inside? I'd be fine with that. Alright. I don't want to see it on the front. Well, like it's around the waist and everything. You only I'm see it when you... Don't be surprised though if it happens. Uh, don't be surprised. But now you got that in my head. You like ruined my night. <laughs> I could be. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They might not change the title at all. Uh, but then now that I think about it, that'd be dumb because it is, it it does represent the old NXT, and yeah. that's probably why Ch- Champa still has it. Like he exactly. wouldn't be one to like carry a new title. So. No, he's carrying the flag for one point. Maybe. Maybe they waited until now because they didn't. They wouldn't get a new title in time for Halloween Havoc. <laughs> like, Ooh, well, we can't make Braun the champion yet because we don't have the new belt. That's a good point. Also, you start off the year with a new champ. Yeah. You start off the year with you know going into the new era of NXT, <laughs> the new generation, where we listen to what you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. So, like I said, don't be surprised if something like that occurs. I would not be surprised. We are. It's nine fifty-seven, nine fifty-seven, nine fifty-four. Currently, this is a commercial-free match, so we will not uh, have a break here. Thankfully. Also, this won't be a very long match. Well, I, they have been going past ten o'clock, so it could have another like ten extra minutes. So we'll okay. see. We'll see. I think last week it went uh, past 10, but not like too far. It might have been like four or five minutes. But mm. for this, I can see them going further. So we'll see. Again, this is the NXT Championship match. We're live commentating right now. Tommaso Champion defending against Braun Breaker. That should be the way he pronounces it. all the time. Yeah, I'm going to say it like that all the time. Braun Breaker. I'm sure Vince McMahon would want it to be like really tough sounding. Braun Breaker. The Breaker of Chains. Gonna He's going to break it. Th- He's going to break it. Right. Literally break through some chains for your entrance. Then you're going to kick through an X. Whatever you do. But not any X. The old X. <laughs> the old X. That old garbage ass NXT, that Triple H, my son-in-law was running for years, even though it sold out arenas. It was trash. <laughs> I didn't like anybody they called up, but you, oh yeah. <clears throat> I didn't like Alistair Black, 
Samoa Joe, none of those guys. Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, we need some more Ahmed Johnson down here. I'm a car. You're a white Ahmed Johnson. See? <laughs> <laughs> what if Vince is just backstage talking trash about like the Triple H and the way he ran NXT? <laughs> trash. But but they sold out the Barclay Center like multiple times. Trash. But they went. They was like touring around the country, selling out arenas for takeovers. Like you know. 17, 18,000 seats. It was garbage. Nobody cared. Nobody liked it. No stars were made. They sold a lot of tickets, though. Trash. <laughs> Where has Triple H been? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's a good sign that we haven't seen him on TV mm. in months. Or even like interviews, I don't think. Right. Nothing. Not available to the media. He's not tweeting. <laughs> Maybe he's just like, man, y'all just tore down everything I built. I ain't Could got be, time. Yeah. I'm just going to stay home for a little while. We yeah, I don't even, we don't even know if he's like really healthy. We don't. Still. But let's just say, for argument's sake, that he is a hundred percent. He's probably like, "Nah, I ain't doing. I ain't going on to for what? I don't even recognize this place. Where's the soda yeah. machine that used to be here? <laughs> used to be a soda machine here. That was like a smoothie machine. Like, what the right. hell, man? <laughs> I mean, it's probably it's still. He's probably using a smoothie machine too. It's Triple H. I mean, big dude, healthy guy. I would imagine. At least you know. Physically, uh, big, you know, muscular guy, probably not drinking a bunch of soda. But you know, they rearranged the performance center. He don't recognize nothing. Like <laughs> goes to the bathroom. It's like a closet. Like what the hell? Right. Like what the hell? Where was the beanbag? The beanbag chair was here. I used to love this beanbag chair. This is my thinking chair. <laughs> I took everything out of here. I don't know what nothing is. What the remote set to the TVs? You just mad about little stuff. <laughs> He's not allowed to go in the promo room. Why like a key card so to go in there. Now. My key card don't work anymore. <laughs> right, the promo. Oh, he's cut off in the promo room. That's messed up, man. <laughs> Vince McMahon's class now. <laughs> Bruce Purchase class. I just imagine Bruce Pritchett teaching a promo class, like showing them bro- brother love promos. See, that's how you do it. See, just brother love, nothing right. else. Right? I love you. See how I carried out that those words there. See, I looked at the camera. Right. That's that's. See, that's how you did that. See, how I did that. That's how I want y'all to do it. <laughs> that's how it's done. That was, that was good heat right there. <laughs> Some of those promos were so funny. Big me. Showing brother love promo. When he came back in like 95, 96, and uh, Todd Pettengill from Mania, there's oh. a clip that uh, I saw where he sent it. He sent it to Brother Love. And he was like, Brother Love, I love you. Ooh, I was like, Todd, Spear. Todd rules. I don't care about this match. Let's talk about Todd Pettengill. No, let's talk about Tommaso Ciampa leaking from over his right eye right now. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> that was uh, Todd Pettengill trying to roots, like go for men on the mission and Mabel specifically. What? After they were on uh, WWF Mania. He's like, go Mabel. Oh boy. Oh <laughs> my was, God. Yeah, I'm going to post that clip one day. Try to pull like the Arsenio Hall. Yes. Like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oof. 
I do have a Top Hat and Gill thread back and Gene Erkelin thread I back saw. on Twitter. So <laughs> you saw and you scroll by. Right past that with the quickness. <laughs> Can't support that. Scrolled right by that. Tommaso cut open a little bit over his right eye. Got some blood leaking. He leaking <laughs> down his face. Oh, oh, Frankensteiner. Oh, no. Monday and Tuesday have become a movie night on True TV. Oh, my God. There's no Impractical Jokers reruns. Oh, no. This is not good. I mean, you can't play like all the episodes all day 24 7 that's what true tv does pretty much they have <laughs> you eventually got to show something else no you don't <laughs> every time i turn it on there that's all that will be on there oh what in the so, hell is going on here did the randy orton rope ddt oh even though it's probably not i don't know what the hell happened how did it get to that well, chap was bleeding a little bit yeah Referee, they always put the black gloves on, but what do they do for the like? They don't clean them up. Uh, maybe they're protecting themselves from the mat when they go for the pin. Yeah, that's fair. That's the only thing I can think of because they, you're right. They haven't. They don't do anything. <laughs> they don't like clean it up, and after it is cleaned up, they don't like touching. It just lets you know that somebody's bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, half what, crap. What? That was a... So he got to the ropes. Then he go to an aerial shot. Right, so I said, that's a what if time to take he got disqualified? Or that didn't like. And what if the match ended right there? He's still wrenching back on that clover. We are past by the way. Ten o'clock. It is ten o two right now on the <laughs> East Coast. As we live commentate NXT New Year's Evil, the NXT Championship match between Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. That's my vid. That's my best Vince I could do tonight. <laughs> I never have a good Vince. It's kind of sad because everyone else has a good Vince except me. You just want to be one of the oh cool kids. Oh my goodness! Oh, an Alabama slammer onto the commentary table. That didn't break immediately. By Braun <laughs> Breaker onto Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, he he bent a little bit, but <laughs> backwards. Yeah. Is that Bron, Bron broke the table? Is that the break that Braun needs? Oh my God! <laughs> is it? Is I it guarantee you, they said Bron that. On, I, or is he going to win right now? I guarantee you, they said that on commentary. I have it on, but I can't obviously hear it as we were recording. I have my headphones uh, on. To listen Bron to us, broke the so. table. Just a break Braun needs. <laughs> Give me a break, Braun. <laughs> he probably hears that all day. When he's at the performance, I'd be uh, making no fun doubt. of that name no all day. You just, you just make up the breakup, Bron. <laughs> this isn't any type of term we're breaking it. <laughs> you gotta break it to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Bron, break it to make it. There you go. Tommaso Ciampa just like wrapping his body around the ropes every time Bron goes to try and get him. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Then he tries to do the oh. little HPK thing that he did to Bret Hart back in 96 when Bret was straddling the ropes and 
doing a promo. HBK lifts up the rope to low blow, low blow Brett, and then jumps on Sid on the outside of the ring. I just watched that Raw, by the way. So that's I can tell. It's fresh on my blah, mind. Blah. <laughs> oh. well, not the bare knee to the face. Ooh. Dear Lord. Another one? Yep. Oh, my God. How is Braun Breaker going to come back from this? How is he going to come back from Oh, no. A sit-down pedigree. Oh, no. <laughs> How is he going to come back from this? Braun Breaker. Oh, he kicked out. Oh, my God. I did not see that coming. Neither did Tommaso Ciampa by the look on his face. Braun's spirit has not broken. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. His spirit remains unbroken. That's good. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Timely. Yeah. And good. <clears throat> and look, like, Tommaso Chapa's not posing for the camera. Like, he's got the look on his face, like, ugh, but he's not, like, milking it the way so many people are taught to do. <laughs> like, it, it feels more real when you don't stare at the camera or the audience for 20 seconds after a near fall. All right. So here's where Braun doesn't slip uh, off the top, the middle rope this time. As opposed bulldog. to the last time when he did. He hit the ball. Boom. The big bulldog. Now it's over. See. Go for the pin, Braun. He did the slip this time, though. See? That's the uh, storytelling right straps there. Straps are down. Steiner recliner, Steiner baby. Recliner. Steiner recliner. Uh, that's the right win. in the center of the ring. He's got to tap. You ain't going to get out of this, Tomasa. Tap. He's tapping. There he is. Tomasa Champa. And it's over. Taps out. To the Steiner recliner, and or is it the breaker maker? And you, oh, the breaker maker? No, that's not <laughs> Steiner recliner. Yeah, a reaction shot of a guy with well, his mask with that, on. With that mask with the mustache <laughs> on it—that was pretty good. That was great. And your new NXT champion, leading NXT into the new, the next generation, the new millennium. <laughs> the new millennium is Braun Breaker. We will see a new title next, those, next week. Those old dogs from NXT 1.0 are officially put out the pasture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no way they keep that belt. No, no they way. They can't keep that belt. No way. That belt is getting. I'm very angry that I didn't model. think of that until you mentioned it. <laughs> and now that's all I would be thinking about all week. <laughs> those old dogs have finally been put out the pasture in NXT 1.0. And it's time for the new dogs to run and hunt. The old guard is gone. Or <laughs> How many more he got? Well, they've gone to AEW. That's where they've gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, they're That's showing replays now. Wrapping up the telecast. Yeah, we're at 10.07 p.m., so I, went a little past 10. Yeah, I fully expect a new title belt to be commissioned within the near future for Braun Breaker. White strap, paint thrown on it. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> I could be wrong, but that's what I'm. Th- I would just. I like the shape of the belt. I just I keep the shape the this. same. Just keep the shape the same. That's it's a great. nice belt. They, yeah. they won't keep it. They're gonna keep it that it. size, that shape, um, and do whatever you want to the middle. <laughs> they might have. What if they have like a belt that's like a screen, like the plate is like a screen, and they uh, can see, you see the paint moving around on the screen. That would be uh. unique. I don't know if I hate it. They yet. would have an LED belt. It might be this right. one. Right. <sighs> it's 21st century, man. LED belt. 
and it's just like constantly like you can see the paint moving around on it. I don't know how if you need batteries for that. <laughs> like you gotta charge it. Double A, triple A, C batteries. I don't know, but what if they did that? A LED belt. Yeah, I, I could see it. That'd be they're, wild. they're really showing you can, many replays. Just, it's just like you can change the designs on it depending on who it is. There it is. The Tomasa Champa nod to Braun Breaker. Yep. As he's laying uh, on the apron. You new guys, you guys are it now. <laughs> as Braun still celebrating guys. in the ring as now the credits come on the screen. Braun holding the title high, center of the ring. Braun, yeah, that might be the last time we see that title, man. Don't go out and celebrate, bro. Very, Omicron is out here. <laughs> very sad. Yeah. 1.0, 2.0, 8.0, don't care. Omicron <laughs> does not care. <laughs> NXT has gone off the air. NXT New Year's Evil is in the books. Nick, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, uh, it was a, you know, a good NXT show. I mean, it's not must-watch TV anymore for a hardcore wrestling fan. It's WWE, NXT. Um, you know, it's a re- particular reason I don't watch it much anymore. Like, it's always on the TV, but it's in the background. And a lot of, the, a lot of Tuesdays, it's all mute on my second screen. So... Uh, you know, but that was fairly enjoyable. First NXT we've done in a while, live commentary. And uh, I don't know, I kind of missed not doing the Halloween Havoc. So I was I was glad that we actually live commentated something like a world title change where, you know, hopefully it helps NXT's path. But right now, you know, like we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. For episode 314 for AEW Dynamite Live commentaries will be Hangman versus Brian Danielson 2. We're going to talk about it all. I'm sure it'll be a spectacle like the first one was. But until then, Nick, take us out with some plugs, please. You can follow me at underscore Picone on Twitter. Uh, follow us at Shooters Radio on Twitter and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shooters Radio. Follow the Twitter account at Unfortunate WWE. I've taken Ron's advice. I'm doing one, you know, one per day, two per day here and there. So, still think it's pretty funny. I still got a lot lined up. So follow at Unfortunate WWE on Twitter, and you can follow me and my work at PhillyInfluencer.com, and check out Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, at FoxPHLGambler.com, or iHeartRadio app. Uh, stream it. Listen live. We got uh, national syndication shows and the daily ticket three to six every Monday through Friday, and the line change eight to eleven every Monday through Friday. We got player shows at Hey Avante Maddox and Dallas Goddard show on there. So it's a good time. FoxPHLGambler.com. I am at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter. If you can't find me out there. Uh, you probably won't find me out here in these streets neither because the streets is crazy right now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can find my tweets at Eagles, uh, and uh, you can follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio. You can actually subscribe to us on Patreon. So you can subscribe to some exclusive content, or you can request a future deep dive. It does not have to be a wrestling pay-per-view. It can be a wrestling-related movie. It could be a wrestling-related television show. Uh, pretty much anything wrestling-related, we will deep dive into it. At your request. So again, patreon.com slash you radio. Go there, pay the nominal fee of $2. Put in your request and we shall fulfill it. And we'll also 
have you do a cameo on the program to discuss quickly uh, the content that we're diving deep into. So head on over there once again, patreon.com slash shooters radio. But until next time, which is tomorrow, uh, for Nick McCone, I am Vaughn Johnson. Thanks for listening to episode 313 of The Straight Shooters. And we'll catch y'all again very soon, tomorrow. Well, love that daughter. Bula, bula, bula.